What's up, my peeps? Are you a dipper? Or do you know somebody that chews tobacco on a regular basis? Well, now we got you covered. I got to tell you about Outlaw. Outlaw Dip Company has the best tobacco alternative on the planet. Being 100% tobacco-free, it's the safest snuff ever made. Not only do you have more options on flavors than any other tobacco company, they also have tons of options on different types of dippers. Like my favorite, the can of Joe, which is coffee in pouches, packed with caffeine, keeps you grinding through the day. Or maybe you want to try the most popular outlaw, the wintergreen. The wintergreen, it's like that cope or grizz flavor, that burn, same burn that you get. And the fatty lip that you want, give them a try. It's their number one seller. Guys, I'm telling you. I have taken this stuff and I've literally been tobacco free for about four or five months now. And I'm pretty proud of it. Guys, hop on the bandwagon, get on, use my code GU10, 10% off outlawdip.com. And remember, don't be a quitter, be an outlaw. Okay, the cat is out of the hat. And yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sour. And there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos, and I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out, the Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s, and I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos and bam. It's all smooth. No rocking, no motion, nothing. It is. And you know how heavy I breathe. I'd be breathing heavy and I'd just be tired. And I pull my glass and it's just wobbly all over. And I hit the switch, bam, it's clear. It's like being on a tripod. Guys, check them out. Their technology is awesome off the charts and i'm talking anywhere from you know their rifle scopes to their range finders uh they all introduced the new bdx system guys check them out support a company that supports your favorite podcast sixhour.com damn cody everybody be liking what we're doing with this bullhorn app yeah what's not to like man you get to text you get to call in you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode man we love it I love the interaction we get in with our uh, listeners. Guys, if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast, download the app, bullhorn.fm, your podcast app. You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air, some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check them out at TitoKnives.com, and when you're at the checkout, use our code GU15. All right, maybe I'm late to the party, but dang it, I'm glad I'm with them now. Sheep Feet, holy cow, what a game changer has been. Uh, I've been rocking Sheep Feet now for the last month, and every day my feet thank me. Guys, hopefully you already have some. But for the ones that don't, guys, don't wait any longer. Get them now. And I got a code for you all. 
Hold on tight. Uh, it, dude, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I had no idea what an uh, insole can do for you. I mean, a legit insole. I mean, it can relieve your fatigue, your aches, uh, your pain in your feet, your knees, hips, back. I mean, you know, if your feet hurt, your hunt is done. So why would you not take care of your feet? Invest in a pair of sheep feet. Guys, go to sheepfeetoutdoors.com. Use my code GU10 at the checkout. Oh, man, and you will thank me. This podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products, packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American-made? Love it, America. America. Hey, guys, check them out. It's Kafaro.net. What up, what up, what up? We pack in action, and we are actually, this is like an early bird for me, brother. So oh, I appreciate this. This is going to kind of nice. Uh, no Tomas today. We got Wendell running the joint. What's up, Wendell? What up, what up? Um, Wendell uh, is saving me today. He came back early from his uh, mule deer hunt and helped a man out. I can't, can't thank him enough. Uh, he's running the Bullhorn app for us. Um, today's guest, God, I just, I can't tell you guys enough on like how much this guy's meant to me in my career, let alone just in life. I like just try to be a better person because I, I, I know what kind of person he is. And, um, I've been trying to get him on this podcast, trying to get him on and he's busy. He's busy. I'm busy. Things just, it hasn't worked out, but today it worked out and I get to see his whole family here and um I'm I'm stoked just because we have a lot of history together and uh, uh I can't wait to get this podcast started. So Dwayne Ludwig, thank you for coming out. Thank you for having me on. Sorry I, for the delays. I, I hey the delays. There's no delays. I just appreciate you coming all the way out of here. And gosh, your kids are so big now, yeah, dude. They are, right? Your daughter was just uh <laughs> I think Eva's age when uh, I seen her last, man. So it's nuts. I mean, um, I will say this: like you've done good, brother. Thank you, sir. You've done good. I'm blessed by the Lord, uh, dude. We both are. Yeah. We literally both are. Um, you know what I mean? Like you, you come out here and you say, "Man, this is sweet out here," because this is the first time you've been out here, yes, sir. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm just it's living beautiful. ghetto, fabulous out it's here, beautiful. bro. Nothing I love ghetto it here. It's awesome. I love it here. Um, and you just. Recently got um, some land too, uh, so you're excited to, you know, have a little homestead there. Yes, yeah, we're we've been blessed with the opportunity to move up into the mountains and we're away from the city. Um, not that being in the city is anything wrong with it, but uh, over it, it's nice to uh, it's, no, not too much over it, but just nice to be closer to the Lord and spend some time with the family and have some separation and. Me being, uh, I think, a creative and an artist, I like to have less distractions and more. Uh, just a peaceful serenity and be able to focus and hopefully allow the messages to come to me and share it with the world and hopefully make this place a, a better a better spot. Well, I will say this, man. Like, you have literally have been um, motivation to me even, like, when we were, when I first moved up here to Colorado, like, you were probably the biggest reason, one of the biggest reasons I moved up here because um, – I loved to see what you and Little Garcia had back in the day. I loved what you and Cowboy had back in the day. 
and just remember just watching you as a fighter. Mm. I mean, you were already established even when I was just trying to, you know, make it on the scene, right? And just what you have done in fighting, but let alone now you are freaking one of the best coaches that I know. Um, but also, like, uh, I will honestly say this. Like, you are a legit role model for people that are getting in mixed martial arts, but just being a dad. I I, I, I I feel that because when I look at your Instagram or just what if I text you or if I call you, it's like we never mess a beat. Yeah, like I know. Seen, I feel like I've seen you yeah, yesterday. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's just like, oh, cool. That's why I, I, I enjoy your company and I just love watching your presence because your aura is good, man. You mm-hmm. just always put that smile on my face and uh, I just love that energy. And I, I think that's why... A lot of it is like why me and Trevor get along so good too, because we just have that bounce back energy, just, you know, joking all the time, yeah. having fun. And um, I just feel like that's what you have. And so I'm excited to dig in a little bit. Um, but before we do is I want to know what, what, what's been up with you when everybody knows what, like everybody knows me, <laughs> but everybody wants to know like what's Dwayne Ludwig been up to. Uh, still on the path of discovering and developing to in the pursuit of mastery for martial arts. I feel that's my my gift and my calling to be able to organize the chaos of a fight and so the average person or a civilian can understand it and so I can understand it as well. But they've always been fascinated with martial arts and <clears throat> figuring out the best way to uh, share that. And uh, and that's just something I've I'm not I didn't watch a video or read a book and think, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. It's something that's been inside of me since I was little. Um, to just pursue martial arts and figure out what it was all about. Not that I know what it's all about, but in the pursuit of mastery <clears throat> and uh, just always been fascinated with that. So just focusing on becoming a better instructor now, I was always in the pursuit of understanding what martial arts was so I could become a, you know, the best fighter I can be. And then now translate that into becoming the best uh, instructor and then businessman as well. But it's all related with sharing martial arts, either right. sharing it with the, the display of techniques in the cage or coaching it in, in the, in the dojo or to a, to a fighter. Um, but now I'm running instructor courses as well. So teaching people how to be leaders and instructors, which is, that's been fun uh, to f- figure out what it is that I actually do. Like <clears throat> I feel I'm successful. I'm trying to figure out like why it is, but I'm just doing like things that I feel that are natural to do. You can always do better, but I do um, study other coaches. Like I've had great mentors, um, James Tigret, Clarence Thatch, uh, Sensei Boss and of course, Trevor Whitman. Yep. I've had, Great coaches that have led me to this point. Um, Kancho Nanomiya, uh, he's one of the first true martial artists from Japan that's been here in Colorado since 78. Um, he was my first instructor when I was eight. Um, so what's up with me, to back backtrack a little bit, just uh, always in the pursuit to figure out a more efficient, more effective way to teach and share martial arts, because uh, that's my passion. And with that being said, um, it's just <clears throat> hoping to help keep myself accountable and help teach other people to be accountable, because... We have a short time on this life and yeah. on this earth, so to be uh, uh, efficient with it all. Yeah, that's, I mean, what you just said, it, it just my all my little bells and gadgets go off in my head, like, of where I wanted to go with this podcast, because, like, I, I did draw uh, some notes down, some bullet points, but, like, honestly, what you just said is, you know, some of the people that is, you know, helped you get where you're at now, uh, mentors and coaches um 
there were some of the best guys that I've ever they're met. They're the best, yeah. Yeah, like they're literally some of the best guys I've ever met yeah. or never met, but you hear of and, and watched. And and, and um, for, for you to even have that knowledge that's been tread down from them to you and, you know, is priceless to me. Yeah, and that's what, that's what sensei means. That's why I go with that term because this means history teacher from those who've come before you. Uh, so to take the lessons of the past and to perpetuate them in the future, but hopefully, uh, it, it's, it should be the same message of improvement. Um, but, uh, not to say that I've made what they've taught me better, but hopefully just a bit more efficient, which is what, again, you should do. Um, like I wasn't as good of a fighter as Sensei Boss Rutten. I was a different fighter. I wasn't as good as him, uh, but I was able to help TJ become a better version of both Sensei Boss and myself. Um, so it's just like what comes to mind right now is, Proverbs twenty two six train up a child according to the way he should go, and when he gets old, he won't depart from it. And but then there's the the Hebrew version, which predates the King James version, that says train up a child according to the way, according to his ways, and when he gets old, he won't depart from it. So, combining both of those scriptures of what you know and what they're good at, and meeting them in the middle and helping them become the best version of themselves, and that's the things I've learned from Trevor Whitman because he didn't try to change me; he just told me what I was good at and to continue to water that. And same thing, Boss Rune did that. And that's what a good instructor does. So it's not, uh, Trevor taught me how to throw, you know, the punch this way. He taught me how to throw the punch that way because that was the way how I, sh I should have threw the punch. So it's not throw the punch the way Trevor told you to, to punch it, but throw the punch the way you should throw it based off how Trevor had to told me yep. how to do it, right? So it's, it's just the underlying principles of what it took me to get where i was yep and like that's those are the lessons of the past like uh, not exactly to punch this exact way but the underlying messages of you know look left look right and then you cross the street right yep. but then that's assuming you're in north america and not japan because in japan you gotta look right and then look left so you uh, do your research as well right so yep. be uh be aware of your surroundings right so there's a lot that goes into it yeah, it's crazy because that's one thing i like i will say you know because we both you know have been under with trevor and you know now that i'm you know still get a ride the coat of Justin Gaethje coattail. Um, it's weird because, like, it, nothing has changed, right? Like, uh, he doesn't make Justin – like, Justin's still reckless and does everything. It's just, like, it's so weird because I – like, to me, Justin Justin is nowhere close to his prime yet. Mm. I feel like that. He's just so raw still to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the stuff that we were doing mm -hmm. back together, when, like, when we were training in pads – Yep. Like I expect him to know this stuff, like you know, throw back like left to a cross. You know what I mean? Sometimes he just wants to just you know. I feel like he's just learning how to not keep his head on the track, stay mm -hmm. off the track. Mm -hmm. It's just really weird from where when we started mm -hmm. to where he's at now. Like different. Maybe it's because we did tie boxing a little bit longer than he has, mm -hmm. um, and the way you taught us. Because mm -hmm. that's the way I know. Yes, right? yeah, and that's one thing too. Like I, I don't mention this much. I'm not questioning like, to take to take credit or to take credit away from Trevor, but uh, when I met Coach T, uh, Coach T in reference to Trevor Whitman, uh, one of the best martial art instructors I've ever been around. He's just like, he's a, a very detailed artist, is what he is. Very. Um, but when I first met him, he was just a boxing coach. Yep. <clears throat> and I taught him how to hold tight pads and told him, you know, when I kick, this is what I should be doing. Yep. And he would just remind me, and they started reminding me of things I didn't think about. And, not remind me, but just point things out. So <clears throat> he became my kickboxing coach when I taught him how to do kickboxing. Oh, pads, right? yeah, so right. Like, the guy is just—he's just on another level. There's um, he got—he gets it. 
God gives us all a sword, and it's our duty and obligation to sharpen that sword. And one of his his swords is to help people become the best version of themselves. So he's he's a great example of what uh, an artist and a master uh, yeah. should do. Is uh, which goes back to the Hebrew version of the the Bible, Proverbs twenty two six. Train up a child according to his ways, so he's, he adapts to the athlete and then builds him up. And it's just something that's uh, it's magical f- for me to go back through the lessons in my mind and some of the video clips and uh, to just try to truly grasp how good of a instructor and a leader Coach Trevor is. Right, mm-hmm. it, it's nuts just on how he adapts to people too. Right, like he doesn't say my way, my way. It's your way, but he just you know. But well, how about this? But how about that? Yeah, she yeah. makes you think about things, which is, I think, uh, a way. A, a, like, what about like being an employer, right? Mm. A boss, you come to my job. How about we try doing this this way? Mm-hmm. I, to me, I think that's what makes um, his fighters trust him and 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 like literally have success mm-hmm. to the day. You know, he's not trying to make them this way. Mm-hmm. He just takes them. Guides him a little bit this way, but I, I I don't know. Every day, like I was just with him yesterday, right? Like I said, I I stopped over there at his house yesterday, and you you know usually we see each other every day because we're at the gym, right? Well, the gym's been closed down because they built that new gym, and so I'm over here twiddling my thumbs, going crazy over here because I I miss you know getting punched and kicked by Justin, and so, so we're just going still sparring. Oh, I'll fuck him up. <laughs> I can't bust. Y'all can't bust no grape. You know that. (laughs) You know. Here's the thing, Dwayne. I'll do a little bit, like, you know, ten minutes, five rounds, two rounds, ten minutes, maybe. Sometimes it's five minutes, right? (laughs) Later in their camp, (laughs) it's going down to two minutes. We're amateurs. It's tough. Like he gets, we go hard, but um, it just keeps me in check too, though. I I work out during camps. Keeps me. Man, I, I I love he fought twice this year. I really do. One, financially, it worked out great for me. Good. Two, it kept me motivated to stay in the gym. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a win-win for us, right? Like, Is he the only fighter you're working with? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I stepped away from Genesis. Mm. So I literally just, all my time and energy is with him, mm-hmm. um, which I love. It shows. I, Look at his improvement. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that. Honesty, though. Well, because... I'm not exactly sure the um, the fabric of your relationship, but you know a top athlete like Trevor or like uh, TJ, I was his martial art instructor, but mm-hmm. he had his brother with him, and his brother like doesn't know that much about martial arts, but his brother helped keep him grounded, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's part of your relationship is you help keep him grounded. Yep. So um, and, and and a fighter needs that. Uh-huh, a, yeah. A star in any industry needs to be grounded, right? And uh, that's what the Lord does for me. And uh, that's what, uh, you know, Sensei Bahas would do for me. And, and having these fighters, you know, having other fighters come from other states and countries to come train with me keeps me grounded. Because I'm like, oh, shit, they're traveling to meet me. Like, yeah. I'm like, why? And yeah. I'm, like, I'm pretty badass. Why? Because I'm OCD about <laughs> finding out the nooks and crannies of martial arts, you know, discovering the intangible layers that are hidden within the arts. Like, yep. I, I love that stuff. So um, it, that's it, what helps keep me grounded as well. It really does. Like, honestly, like, I, you know, there's there's times where I, I, I'm like, God damn, like, uh, I'm so blessed and lucky to be on the path that I'm on, right? Like his, and then there's another version of me is like, yeah, motherfuckers, I am a bad motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta believe in yourself. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Yeah. But this is why I do it, right? Like honestly, like, um, 
do I do I keep them grounded? Hell yeah, I try to. But that's honestly though, that's the easiest part of my job. That kid is so grounded. He's humble. Yes, he he's yeah. a very humble dude. Um, you know, I mean, he just bought himself a Lamborghini. I don't know about that. I said they asked me, "What do I think about it?" He asked me, "Should I buy this?" And this is what I told him, Justin. This is your fucking money. It's not mine. If everything else, everything else on point, cool, do it. If that's something you want for a while, go ahead. You're single, ready to mingle still. Mm. Go ahead. Niggas have fun, right? Fun yeah. Still young, and you know. We used to buy actually. We used to buy whatever you do with our money. Action figures, and, <laughs> and those things I still have. You know, I do too. They're worth money. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, dude, I got them in boxes. I was like literally. So when I got you on the podcast, like I, I literally was gonna. I'm gonna dedicate that whole wall. Oh, cool. To uh, all of my action figure, and I have a lot of them just you? because okay. of you. <laughs> and I've have. I, I remember taking them. Uh, to fight because mm. I knew somebody so, was going to be yeah. there, like Randy Couture, Vanderlei Silva, and have him autograph it. Yep. And I was, you know, and that's what was cool. Like I was in the sport, but I'm still a fan of the sport, and I'm glad I did it now because now that I'm done fighting, and people are like, "Hey, man, what do you got?" And I was like, "I don't have hardly anything for me fighting. I really oh, wow. don't. I I don't." But I do have some of these action figures signed. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, you keep a lot of your gloves. Yeah, company. I kept my gloves, honestly. And I got more in the house. But, like, literally, it just, you know, that Strike Force one, me and you fought on the same card in Strike Force. Mm. I mean, I got a picture of me and you uh, cutting weight at the table, oh, weighing the weigh in. That's right. It was uh, something that I won't ever forget us cutting weight together and. God and uh, but the one thing I was so proud to uh, fight on the card, same card as you, but also wear your orange shorts Mm-mm-mm. that tap out. That's you right, remember? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was something like uh, you know, it was like a part of a team, but brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. It was something more uh, just a uh, to me. You know, I look back at it now. It was like, damn, I try to represent the guys as much as I could, like the people that cared about me the most, and it was you mm-hmm. and. Um, it's just funny because now, like, I look back at all this stuff and it's just like, and I try to tell Justin all this stuff and I take the camera with me everywhere I go. I'm like, mm-hmm. take pictures, have have these, because once it's gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, um, you know, like the gloves. I see those gloves mm-hmm. and I remember you and I both fight in the same card, training camp, everything. And uh, to me... It's just a part of my the the journey, the journey that I did. Yeah. I, you know, I never won a UFC championship, and I never did. You know, won the BMF belt, like you know what's going on now today, and everything. Never headlined a pay per view card. Never did any of that. But I I hit my goal, and I was happy with it. What was your goal? My goal, where I cut myself short, was I wanted to be in the UFC. That was it. Yeah, and I did. Should I have changed my goal? Yes, I should have. And that's my best advice now to all these guys that are fighting now to um, what what is your purpose? Like, why, you know, I had, my goal was to prove all those people wrong that I couldn't saying, why are you fighting? Ain't going to take you nowhere. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that was my goal. Personally, I I mean, it was a goal for me and I, and yeah, and it's, it's got me to where I'm at now. I think so. I really do believe so. Um, I've got to meet some cool people, but you know, if I had to do it all over with, I would have said small, uh, short-term goals, 
versus long-term goals. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because, gosh, man, I would love to be fighting still. Okay. At this age. That's, For what? Uh, Why? One, uh, because the the prize money is a lot different than, yeah, than when we fought. Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's one thing I noticed big time right now. And, and, and honestly, it was like, yes, I could say that because I joke about that now because I look at, um, you know, um, the the money that where people are signing contracts now to fight. I mean, it's nine day difference than when we fought. Of course, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, no, no regrets or anything. I, I didn't what I wanted to do at the moment. I was blessed to have those opportunities. Um, it would have been nice to have be able to look back and get paid a bit more. But at the time, I always thought it was good money. Uh, but <laughs> I do feel like I was definitely taken advantage of a handful of times from promoters and so on. But um, it's all good. It's just lessons learned. Do you? And and when you when you uh, when you look back at it, like be, how many fights did you end up having? I have over a hundred fights total with my amateur and pro kickboxing and MMA. Over a hundred fights. Yes, yeah. I had no those idea. Are all, those are all lessons. Though. Like they're all things. There's, there's no other way to get that experience but to fight. So I think like that that's that's my goal. Now I need to look back at those and extract the uh, the the lessons from those blessings and then pay them forward. So you had over a hundred fights. And not only were they probably majority of them, uh, you're not talking like smaller shows. You you have been a guy that's fought in K1 Max, um, UFC. Uh, on, on, on all the major shows except for Pride. Yeah. Uh, did you, uh, K1, uh, what was that? The kickboxing, uh, K1? K1 Max. K1 yes, Max, yeah. K1 Max, and then I did an MMA fight for K1, which was K1 Roman X. Yep. Um, fought for Sengoku. Oh, I, I have a fought for shoot boxing uh, or Pancrase, actually. Yep. The, all the other shows UFC, Strike Force, Ring of Fire. Um, all the King of the Cages. King I've seen cage, highlight. Yeah. You still see those highlights I pop up. Posted some today, yeah. yeah. Was that you that? Yeah, because yeah, I remember I just, seeing that. I do most of my social media, but I have a, one of my black belts since my wall that's in Texas. He handles some of my social media. Okay. Well. Yeah, they're awesome. It's good. Um, this quick break is brought to you by Apex Next Evolution, the elite outdoor supplements out there. Y'all want to stay harder for longer? Then look no further. Apex brings you the hardest, cleanest, long-lasting oral supplement out there today. And, guys, I will put my name on it. That's right. I said it. That conquer they got going the pre-workout is the bomb diggity. But they got it all, man, all the way from energy, hydration, to recovery guys check them out i'm not bullshitting you it's apexnextevolution.com use my code gladiators10 because especially if you're like probably drilling something that week and you were like this is how you hit yeah, it you right? know as I, I, you know boastful or not I, I know too much not to teach so i put out these these clips to help teach people um not only what to teach and what they should be doing but how for for safety and longevity as well um it's a, it's a career for most people for some people, I should say, but um, whether it's a, a civilian who's just there for weight loss and a positive community, yeah. or it's TJ or, or Gaethje fighting for the world for the world title, the same goals are in place. It's to, you know, possibly lose some weight, but to get better and walk out of that school healthy and happy, like no injury, right? And I figure out a lot of good ways to stay healthy and happy. And it's not so much proper equipment, even though you need equipment, but it's just your own accountability of knowing where to throw your shots and how powerful which leads into Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, 
iron sharpens iron, but also iron breaks iron. So you have to work up to the threshold of growth. Like, um, you know, gate you would need a higher, higher threshold of drilling versus uh, a civilian, but it could still be the same driller combination, which is say, what RPMs are you going to run that? And there might be times where you're working. So here's a, a specific drill. It's called, we call it the one body. It's double jab cross. And the second jab goes to the chest. And the time between the first jab and the second jab, let's say that's a, a full second. The time between the second jab and the overhand would be a half a second. So now you're attacking on, you're breaking up the rhythm of the attack as well. Right. While that second jab goes to the chest and they're blocking that, you're punching right behind that. So, you know, that's the same combination that TJ used to drop Burrell in their first fight. Mm-hmm. It's the same combination that's used in a lot of fights. You watch boxing, kickboxing, yeah. martial arts. It's used a lot. And it's just because they base a lot of what we do based off of, um, you know, natural human reaction, the idiosyncrasies when they, how they react when they're stressed, what the body just does naturally, no matter who you are. If you jab someone in the chest, they drop their hands down, right? So you can come back right over yeah. the overhand. So um, a civilian, a day one student can work that drill and also Gaethje can work it, TJ can work it because it's going to work for everybody depending on where they want to use it at. So, yeah. um, but again, like how hard do you throw those punches? Where do you, fo- where do you? throw the punches at um I, that's where I, I thrive is where how when and why yeah let me ask you this so like you have worked with obviously guys like tj mm-hmm. dillashaw been a champion and you that guy was probably probably like was your uh he, he would have been a champion without me though i'll say that. uh i mean that's it, that, that, that's his, debatable too his, his drive and his commitment to the sport I've, I've never seen anybody else as committed he was a very committed athlete i helped him I helped extract his potential. That's what Matrix means to extract from within. So I was, I yeah, was, I, 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 I do not question his ability and his drive and everything because yeah, the TJ has the, been the as beautiful without me though. I'll say that. Yeah, he literally. I know. I see it, bro. He's just standing. I saw Gaethje's knockout with the Poirier. Yeah. Come on, dog. That's not my. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Come on, ninjas. <laughs> Gaethje, where's, where's my 10% ninja? <laughs> but listen, it's Hold so on, I heard, you got, I, heard them, I heard what you get from the, the sponsors. I, I'll, take, I'll take 2%. <laughs> no. Here's the thing with Justin. It was so funny because it was like that when he fought Fazib, that, the kickboxer, the fight before Poirier. You know, we started throwing more head kicks, you know. And like I said, I'm just the, like, I hold some pads for Justin. But he... The miles and understanding that you have, you're not giving yourself enough credit. Yeah, but at the same time, I listen. I go behind. Trevor throws it in his head, and we just fucking do it. We just do it in practice. We throw it, and it's not like something where we like say, "Hey, this is something you're going to work today." No, he just fucking does it, and he's threw it a couple times in practice, and then he threw it like three times in that physique fight. But literally, would just. Not set up enough. He just didn't set it up enough. Dude. Poirier sets it up for him because when it's an open stance, meaning you're in opposite stances, and he always dips Stop his ball, hip. Yep. So it's like it's there all the time, and that's another one of the things I'm talking about with the idiosyncrasies. When someone racks in a stress situation, yep. they always dip to the rear hip. So you throw in the half beat. It's like. like and that was perfect, right? Yeah, it was perfect. Would you, I mean, literally, a guy that loves kickboxing, dude. Yeah. I, it felt slow it. motion to me. It, yeah, when you get those. It felt so like like it was like in slow motion to me, and then I was like, and then everything speed up after when he got you know the ref stopped. It felt like it was like a slow like a slow dance, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, this really just happened! Like when he hit it, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, 
We going sizzler. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. We going yeah, sizzler. Yeah. Enjoy it. Right? I mean, it was cool, right? And um, I felt like that moment right there when when he did that from uh, it was just a boom moment for me. Like when he knocked him out. Um, that moment when TJ got that belt wrapped around his belt, his waist, was a pride moment for you. Mm, mm, mm. Like ah, like. Like that was like because you can't hide your emotions, right? No, and like I, I don't really do it anyway. Yeah, it's pretty open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, believe me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like literally, when Justin did that, that was like my pride moment. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like uh, you know winning the world championship. You know, it was the BMF belt, which you know it, it matters for dollars, I guess. You know, pay per view sales, whatever. If you want to be the best, you want to be like Justin wants to win a world championship. You know. Um, to me, none of that mattered. Mm. It didn't. I wanted him to win, like, a, like a, put a statement out there like that. I definitely showing have. that he is not just a brawler. Mm. He is changed. He's changing. You know what I mean. He's getting He's better. Yes, He's growing. Right. You know what I mean. And like, and that's why I said like it was. Um, it, it's just funny because like this year, you know, we fought twice in one one year, and um, which we haven't done. In a long time, dude, and I, and I think it's a downfall, honestly, because he's not being able to stay as sharp. It's a downfall to fight. You would I, like to see him fight more to say. I, I, I do. Okay, yeah. I really do. Like twice, twice in a year would be ideal for him. I think, um, you know, it's obviously not about money. It's about him just staying in the gym sure. consistent, which he is. He's, he, you know, he's grown up a lot. But like in his early year, he would, you know, after his fight, he would be like me. I would take, and that's one thing I would tell him. I'm like, bro, do not do what I did. Don't get fat in between camps. Stay, stay in it. Stay on it. Mm-hmm. Stay sharp. Stay learning. And he's doing it now. That's he's, the accountability of being a martial artist. Yes. And I think, you know, after he lost to uh, Poirier the first time, mm-hmm. and then he went and lost to Khabib, I think he really felt like, okay, if I'm going to do this as a fucking job and do this as a career, I better do it full time. Mm-hmm. I just can't admit, and I think that's what a lot of fighters uh, tend to get off the path. I think because they're fighters, they're not martial artists, they're not being as committed as I would say. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about that. Tell me, tell me, and tell the listeners like, fighter, how do you uh, see the difference between that? a fighter is going to prepare for the fight once it gets signed? You know, a martial artist is not about the fight; it's about the personal growth, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And that's a never-ending uh, story and journey. So it's not to redline the body every workout either, right? To map out your workouts and also to put not only what you're going to work that day, but at what intensity as well so that you don't burn out so you can stay on the path. But breaks are good as well, but what kind of break are you doing? Are you meditating on the rocks out back or are you going to uh, a party and getting smashed and drunk? Yeah, whatever. So different ways to rest and relax and to defrag. Defrag. (laughs) Defrag. Yeah, defrag to defrag, you know, all the the BS. but um, again, uh, a martial artist, or I feel just being soldiers of God, like you're, okay, how about this? So God, again, I said this earlier, God gave us a sword. And our sword is our, our talents and what we're supposed to be doing while we're here on earth. Let's say you gave your son something and it was special to you, but your son just threw it away and didn't care about it. Yeah. How would that make you feel? It would not you be You want good. the best for him, right? Yeah. want the best for him to be on the path course right but not to get burnt out on the path but then not to get burnt not being on the path either right so there's just two ways to go about it and 
that's one thing that's helped keep me in line. Not that I'm the best, but that I think I've done pretty good over the years that I've been given. Um, has been the, having the Lord by my side and then also martial arts and being in the dojo and continuing to understand what it is that we're doing. So that's just something that's we shouldn't take lightly because we have limited time on this earth and use this time wisely and become as efficient as you can. So the difference between a fighter and a martial artist is one is always on the path for not necessarily becoming, well, you do become better, but it's more efficient Yeah, with your, your, your health and your wealth and your mentality. Um, you know, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And it's not money and land and material objects. It's the lessons that it takes in order to become the best version of yourself. Yeah. So um, that that's the path we're talking about. Yeah. That's, that's what um, a dedicated person who's serious about what they're doing is should be doing. Because um, he owes it to God. He owes it to himself, his family, his friends, and uh, everyone that's supporting him. So let me ask you this, Dwayne. I've known you now for... I don't know. I moved up here in 2005, and I knew you before I moved up here because i You said you moved up here because of me, partly? Partly, yeah, good portion. Why? Well, what did you see? I saw the way you coached Leonard, co- the way you took him underneath his wing. What was I doing different than other people were? Uh, being a badass in the well, gym. And but what does that mean, if you don't mind me asking? What do you mean? Uh, you were taking control. You were a leader in the gym. You were making people do drills. You 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 know I worked out at T, uh, TKO before I even moved up here, and I came under class with uh, Christian Allen. You were in there teaching it, and I was like, dude, I've I I've had coaching, but never like this. Well, what was different though? Uh, structure, mm. um, the purpose of it, and. Uh, you were actually an active fighter instead of just coaching. Mm-hmm. You were still fighting. And um, I always say, not always is this true, but, like, if you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you don't mind me saying, you feel I led by example? Yep. And, and would you say I was caring and compassionate about everyone's growth? Oh, man, that's such a strong word now nowadays yes i see that in you mm. back then it was a different version of you but i still wanted you to become better 100 like, percent. Right? that just, was this that's this tough love you tough love yeah. that's why i'm saying like because i remember but it was it, for you to become better 100 like. percent. that's why i'm saying like nothing things no, have no, changed okay, yeah. from my, me talking to you across the table now mm. to me being the, the the young uh fighter that i was me and you how old are you right now Dwayne? Uh, physically 45, mentally about 17. Yeah. So <laughs> I got you physically <laughs> 42, but I'm like 16 years old. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that TRT got me going. Dumb. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, so I was saying, you know, you have changed and I will say this because you have changed for the best. I mean, mm-hmm. not that you were bad at, uh, younger, but I, it's just a totally different version of you now. And Jess, you could probably vouch uh, for this before even all these kids even came uh, about. But like you, Dwayne, there was a point in your career where you were just all fire, all go, and like, I was let's go. Yeah, and, and that, I guess we're, that's we're, what you would call it, right? We're, I mean, we're, we're you, you were our lives to fight another human being that's also dedicating his life um, to become the best version of himself and yeah. to fight in a cage in front of thousands of people um, live and on TV, right? So how serious do you really want to take that? 
Yeah. Like I was, I was all in. No, yeah. and and then I, I guess that's the difference now and that I, I miss. And I think I did the path I, I took was I think pretty aggressive. I mean, we're training to fight, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it was the 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 lessons they learned from the accountability of being a martial artist of always being there and and taking it serious. Like when it came time to drill, was I drilling or was I fucking off? Yeah, I, I was no, drilling. Yeah, it was not. Never yeah. when it was time to train with Dwayne mm-hmm. Ludwig, it was no. There was no fucking around. There was no jokes. There was nothing. There was all. We were there for a reason. We were there to get better. That was it. I was there to learn, get better, and that was it. And that's what I'm saying is like you have changed so much. Like I feel like, like you were like, um, remember that movie, uh, Bad Boys? The 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 sergeant goes like woosa on his ears, and he, you know, he he's always relaxed now and calm. Because there was times where <laughs> I miss. We'd we'd walk in the gym. Or people would be showing up late for practice, and you would be like pissed off at them. Oh, horrible! Just want to kill. Want better for like, why are you late, motherfucker? We have a fight. Like, don't you fight in two weeks? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I and like, oh, you know, if if uh, if it was Shab showing up late, and you'd be like, oh, we could start now. Shab's here, right? <laughs> I still do that with the dojo. <laughs> Me too, dude. I try to carry on the tradition. Uh, oh, Justin. So uh, here's 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 the guy that's really bad about it. This quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots. And I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen 2s, and they have the best thing that's ever happened to my feet. Man, I'm talking lightweight, great ankle support, and I'm telling you, they look real snazzy. Uh, I love them. I used to rock the Thors, and, man, these things uh, blow them out of the water. I'm telling you, man, let's just keep it real. Crispy Boots, I'm a big fan, and I think all their boots are or the bomb.com you know uh guys check them out at crispyus.com really bad practice starts at 11 o'clock right or 10 o'clock you know we all got schedules dog i got kids to pick up i got my markets to feed i got you know i got like a you know this is my window yeah and then when usman's in town and like Everybody's there warming up for 30 minutes already. Like, where the fuck is this guy at? JT's he, coming in late? No, oh. Usman. Oh, Usman. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, here comes the champ, you know, rolling in with his luggage. Y'all. That's interesting. And and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? And all these people here waiting for you, and you're showing up. That's it ain't a press conference. That's a disrespect to everybody. It ain't a press yeah. conference. And that's one thing I, I will say. That I like more about Justin mm. when it's, you know, five, ten minutes late. Yeah, I give it. I'll, I'll give him a body shot. <laughs> but come on, dude. This is, it's a, that's a pet peeve for me. And I'm like, I got to, I'm bounced. I'm out. I got I got my family to take care of, you know. Um, but, you know, there's guys that are still like that. And I would love to have you <laughs> in the room yeah. when shit like that happens because like I I say it all the time and the people are like, Oh yeah, who's that motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> but I say oh, I don't know why it works I, for me. That I know well, well I know why it works for you. Because you'd beat everybody's ass in the room. <laughs> I <laughs> like, forgot about that. that right. it's, it's one thing about Dwayne, like you never judge a book by its cover because you look at this uh, uh, what was it? Somebody said, Look at this. He's like a mighty mouse. Looks like Mighty Mouse and just you know Nothing really nothing special. Yeah, nothing really. really intrigues you. Not real bad cauliflower here, nothing like but this motherfucker will beat your ass down. And I swear to God, I was like, 
yeah, he's good. And then, man, I tell you what, when I moved up in here, I remember I was going, you remember that saying, you going to cry in the car? I'm going to cry in the car, dog. I have so he, many people that told me they cry in the car after. That's crazy. After T's KO over a 44th and deal, oh, I left, I left oh, uh, sparring. You're not the only one to say this. No, I oh, promise man. you, you were an asshole. Yeah, I was. Your dad was a bully in the gym. <laughs> I'm just telling you guys that. It, 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 dude. <laughs> Sorry. It was. Uh, that's it was why I'm saying. It, was, it made me who I am. Honestly, Hopefully. it made me who I am because. Um, I will say this: How different do you think the times have changed since when we sparred to now? Even when when you worked with TJ and and you've seen the difference now, do you think the way we did it back then was good? Yeah, it got us to where we are. You know, I think we didn't know we weren't as. Like I, we I, weren't soft. No, uh, and, we weren't soft. You I could think, say it. No, we weren't no, soft no, as well. And, 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 like and I think um, any of the people, like when I trained the guys in Sacramento, like none of them were soft. Like everyone trained hard. Um, I think I think most people would probably do their best. They just need to be reminded that there's another level that they can maybe a higher RPM that they could be possibly running at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know what I was capable of until I met Sensei Boss Root, and I think I was already beating people up and still like you know. Uh, decently active in the gym and stuff. And then once I seen Sensei Boss train, I was like, oh, that's how a world champion trains. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, wow. So once I met him, because when I crossed paths with him when I was, well, I met him when I was 17. Young. And then we started training. Yeah, I met him when I was 17. And then we started training together when I was 18 or 19. So I was blessed to be able to cross paths with him as a teenager, late teenager, to see, like, if you're going to take this serious, what does that actually mean? And nobody knows until you're, it's not even. It's not that you you see it, you feel it. Yeah. So, so um, it's like, okay. That's oh, I felt it from you. <laughs> but that was, you know, it's like, uh, I was committed. Like there was, I wasn't taking no for an answer. Like I was, I was honest with my approach. Like I, I told myself that I was going to be uh, a world champion, and uh, I wasn't going to do that at eighty percent. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say this. You were all in. I remember there was a point. Um, Dwayne used to come pick me up. When I first moved up here, and we would go to all these training sessions from, you know, Boulder, Easton's Jiu-Jitsu to Teased, and then we would go make our way to Red Rocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember Dwayne says, all right, we're going to take this trail and run up to Red Rocks to come back. And I'm I'm a flatlander, bro, Nebraska. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't got acclimated yet, right? (laughs) Come on, Weezy. Yeah, I know. we're hauling, we're we're running this trail, and I'm out halfway up. Yeah, it's time spaceship, oh, and uh, I'm literally, I come down, I'm going up, and he's already coming back down to the vehicle, <laughs> and he goes, "You better go all the way up," <laughs> and I said, "I got you. I'm in. I'm in good pace right now." I, I I peeked over the ridge to see if he was watching me, and that he was he was already gone. I turned around right there. I go like I wouldn't do that. No way I, I do did that, that motherfucker. Yeah. I did it, and I'm sorry. I lost that fight too. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I can think oh, about. Man. I don't cheat ever again, oh, right? Like yeah. I would never do it. Okay, but I remember Dwayne. He goes, "Don't you cheat and yeah, go yeah. all the way up." I was like, "I, yeah. I'm gonna." Look. <laughs> Oh, I dude. turned around. In fact, I I put my hands on my hip for a minute, and oh, uh, I got my breath back. And I made my way back. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we did train pretty hard. Right? We there wasn't uh, 
neither's obviously. What do you mean we trained pretty hard? Dude, we sparred way harder and way more. And I don't know if that was the right approach. Like now I, t- I, have, a, I have a different perspective on how to develop an athlete and how one become better of understanding what we're doing rather than just receiving Beating the punch. Up, yeah. yeah. So uh, again, going back to what I was speaking about earlier as far as um, being just more efficient and less damage so we get more and more miles because there's a life after fighting, right? Yes. Um, so in that's an area I feel I've been able to uh, do really well at. Cause even really? They're, 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 again, drills that have been proven to be successful. Like, I know, like, these patterns work. But at what RPMs do you use? Do you, do you run that Do you run that drill? Like, what's your goal? You're just here to lose weight? Or are you training to, to defend or to win the world title? If you're going to defend the world title, you're still fighting for the world title. Like, you're, you're, that title's up for grabs regardless. So, do you want that? It's yours, but can also be his. Like, who's putting in the work? Right. Um, it just depends on like, what your commitment is. And, and you, you know, you've been around champions your whole, for many years as well. But, like, when you see and feel TJ train, have you been around when he oh, trains? Yeah. You feel it, right? Yeah. Like, there's a difference. No, like, he's committed. That's why yeah. I said, like, would he be a champion with that? Yeah, you said it. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. It's not, not as not as. I feel like you did. You were a good part of his success. Yeah, and I, I don't want not. Take that away from you. Yeah. I, was, um, I, I, I encourage him to be him. Yeah. You know, I, I was, mean, I was, just like with the team. or. You know, I mean, could you imagine if you put a little bit more effort into me where we could have went? You know, I was trying to. I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> like, finish the run. And you're like, ah. <laughs> I, was, I was trying. I, I like <laughs> led by example. I went up there. I made sure it was safe for you. I was, I was like, like, literally. Safe, you know, I, up there. Like, oh, there's a rattlesnake you. up there. I, I go up there. <laughs> I said, Luke, that is a bull snake, Ninja. Relax. Do not harm you. What do you got, Wendell? You got something? Yeah, you got to call All right, hit him up. Oh, you do call him? Oh, yeah, somebody's listening. What's up, Baba? Who we got? Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah, who's this? Put the mic up there. Sean Sims? Is it Sean Sims? Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, we got to, hold on, we got we got something wrong with the, the mic. Hold on, Sean. Yeah, we can't hear you, Sean. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean Sims that we used to train with? Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Great to hear from you, man. <laughs> Shit. I love this. Oh, guy. yeah. I, I, me me and Sean stay in touch still. Oh, cool. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Oh, Duino, man. Great to talk to you. I'm mad props. It's funny when, when Justin hit that shot. First person I was screaming at the TV about. <laughs> right right Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to trademark those drills. Yes. Yes. Yep, indeed. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, there's credit, credit to me, too. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, Sean? You good? I just want to take a minute to, to just say, man, how much it was. That's what he was in the room to all of us was mm. professionalism and respect. And I know for me, I was so proud to wear your shorts and run the colors because you thought that we was worthy of the opportunity. You were. And that was one of my favorite things and fondest memories. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, man. And you helped us out a lot as well, being part of the team and pushing us all. So it's great to hear from you, and uh, I appreciate you calling in and uh, sharing your support on that. It's always nice to. Yeah, you're and awesome. I, I don't want you guys to forget too, Luke. Don't, don't you remember that time Dwayne was the king of fuck around, find out? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> huh, don't forget that, right? Oh, that's hilarious. Put it in his mouth, 
Oh yeah, don't yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I'm, I'm looking at. I, it's so crazy. Oh, Sean, you're listening to this guy, and I'm like, I still see this, this. I don't know, man. His little demon still behind him. Like I'm like, dude, this guy has changed so much. A warrior in the garden, right? Have a, have that sharp sword, but keep it sheathed. With the, when you're pursuing for excellence in the battlefield of the cage, you, you got to sharpen that sword. So I appreciate everyone that helped me uh, sharpen my sword. We lose you? Oh, did we lose Sean? Oh, was, oh was, damn. It was good to hear from you, Sean. That's good. Oh, there you are. Hey, Sean. Hey, that's what I'm saying, though. It, it was. Fuck around and find out, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that was in Boulder, right? I knocked the guy down. They picked it back up so I can hit him again. That's right. Yeah, I told him, though. Yeah, he asked for that. No, there was times where he... We lost him. Oh, yeah. There he is. But anyways, yeah, Chunk, so glad you called in, brother. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, I just want to say, hey, awesome. Pumped that you're on the podcast. Y'all making my day. Thank you're you. awesome. Thank you, Mr. Sims. Good to hear from you, my friend. And thank you for the, the time spent together in the in the cage on the mats. Hey, it's my pleasure. Y'all yes, take sir. care. Take you care, too. Guino. Thank you, sir. You as well. <laughs> Let it shine. Awesome. What a cool dude, right? He is. He, he is. is. Me and him, we, we, we tried to talk. Uh, I was doing jiu-jitsu for a while there with him in uh, Genesis. That was probably one of the best highlights of my day, doing jiu-jitsu again with him. When, uh, how long ago was that? We said Genesis. Uh, about a year now. Okay. I'd say about a year now. Is he, is he teaching something? No, What's he no. Up to? I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, he left after I left. Um, you know, Sean, that's one thing about Sean, dude. That dude's a loyal dude. He's there yeah. for, like, mm-hmm. you know, when I left, he was like, I'm out, too. Okay. He's, he's, he's old school. He's yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a dude that uh, um, loves to. Uh, when he has your back, he has your back. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's yeah. a bond you'll never have uh, break or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's go spaceship. Oh, we spaceship. Yeah, uh, Mama, we're gonna spaceship with babies and jade cakes. We're gonna. Sp- they soft. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell these guys, man. We were men back then, little bitches now. Rich little bitches <laughs> making a lot more money oh, back then, yeah. dude. I'm just, now, I'm just like, yeah. why? What is going on here? Times change. Oh yeah, and I get it, and I and I, it's just way different than what um what it was. But yeah, yeah it was good. Wait, hey, literally, there was times where this guy would punch me in the cage, and I'd be puking up water, and he would still be fucking me up. So I'm like, I'm literally puking in the cage. <laughs> Yeah. Since we were teenagers, I was 15 years old. I know. Dating him. And I never even knew that he would do that until people would come up and be like, you know that time when you were cussing at me and, and we were sparring and, <laughs> and I gave up and you were like, yeah. come on, motherfucker, let's keep going. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. He was the most intense dude I've ever had as uh, a training partner to this day. Like, but th- honestly, that's what I know, though. And that's why I like some days, like, I bring it in. And I, and I, that's just cause what I know, it's the way I felt in a way, you know what I mean? Like it, to me, I would, to me, the way me and you have trained, like we would drill, hold pads for each other. I mean, there's times where you show up where I was working at LA boxing, you'd be like, Hey, let's get a session in to me. 
that was like so much like it was gold to me you know what i mean like i was training with Dwayne love with holding bats for him and he was holding bats for me that's what you're supposed to do right i mean take care of your brothers so do one to others he, as you want done unto you to me it, that was the part where i feel like a lot of that's left the game that fight game i would say the I, fight game i would say the fight game is more so it seems to be about a, a business fighting and like who's gonna get paid and you're a, gonna take a me 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 me, me me yeah how's it gonna benefit me or yeah. you know this whole social media deal thing now like is it gonna benefit My me account. yeah yeah, yeah. Like instead of just me and you helping each other yeah it's like family it's, instead of like a team helping each other out it's yeah. like just me this me that mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what I think to me is what's been the biggest change of you know, you know, and and granted, maybe it's because I'm not a part of a big bigger team anymore. I don't see it as much, but I I I I I was a part of a bigger team, and I did, and I seen a lot of it. It was just all about me, 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 and how is it going to benefit me? Yeah, well, that's something that everyone should take into consideration. You know, like how does it benefit you? What's going to benefit you as much as you benefit it? Well, I, you know, before people would come and hit me up and ask me to hit whole pads or work with them or how much do I charge? I'm like, listen, motherfucker, I teach a night class mm. at six o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Mm. Be there before you start asking me to hold pads for me. Mm. I, that's what I would make them do. Mm. And if you show up every day in my class, every class, then I might work with you. Show that you're committed. Show me, show me something. Yeah. Because when I go to hold pads for you and I hold you or tell you to throw something, yeah. my white belt students already know this shit and you're already fighting. And you don't know this shit mm-hmm. because you've never been to the class. Mm-hmm. I get you want special treatment. Yeah, I'll yeah. take your money, but no, mm-hmm. I want commitment from you because if I'm taking away time from my family mm-hmm. to teach you basic white belt shit, mm-hmm. which you could have learned at the time where I had scheduled class. Mm-hmm. No, show yeah. up for class. Mm-hmm. That's just that was part of my whole thing. Yeah, but I was, I just maybe it wasn't that I didn't need the money because I would love the money. It was the fact that the principle of the whole thing, like show up for basic class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, and then before I'm doing private lessons with you or holding pads over you, to me that was just my pet peeve of the, everything. You wanted me to work with you. You wanted me to walk out with you to a fight. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't take any of my classes yeah, because you set boundaries and let them know like what it yeah. takes for you to for to make. That I was happen. like, so I was like, good, oh, yeah. because you guys want special treatment, you know? No, come to my class, lead, mm-hmm. come and work out. You're a pro. Mm-hmm. Come and work out with some of these people here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To me, I think that was the best reward to a lot of these kids that would come up and try to work out and want to be an amateur or fighter or whatever. Mm-hmm. To see some of these guys like Justin come into my class and take mm-hmm. classes. Like that, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is crazy!" Yep. I'm I'm working out right next to Justin Gagey. Yep. Yeah, one, it helps your gym. Mm-hmm. Two, it makes your fuller class your your class structure better. And it's uh, what Justin should be doing. Like, it's one of the reasons. It's many many uh, intangibles to become a champion, but that's one of them because it shows that he's grounded and still supporting you and to work on the basics. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, what, basics. The one, the, one, uh, the Sean O'Malley against Ultraman fight. Yep. Was basics. Yeah. Aljamain lost position and O'Malley kept position. Yeah. Just like in jiu-jitsu position before submission. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, they need, to, they need to earn the right to have that time. It's not just paid for. Yeah. Money, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I just, I feel like um, 
that to me is uh, one of probably the most importantest thing ever. Importantness. Importantness. See, that's what I'm saying. We went too hard. I should should have worn a helmet we when we sparred. Even <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just their ego. They let their ego go. My ego, my ego left the building a lot. Realize that they can work in that class still the same. Oh yes. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I uh, I feel like egos are the one thing that got to go get checked at the door first. That's where that saying, "Be a warrior in the garden," is like so true. Yes, it's like the best saying. It is, be really is. Like what? It, what like right now? Because I know you have gym rules when you come to your gym, right? Mm-hmm. And what what is probably your 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 favorite three of the gym? Well, when I was running, it depends on the crowd. If it's the civilians, they can show up when they want. They don't know what their goal is. Their goal is if they just got off work late or traffic was crazy, they can. I'd like for everybody to be on time, and most most of my people are on time. But I'll give you the four rules that I gave that I give to professionals I work with: show up on time, get better, get tired, take care of your partner. All four of those require accountability. Show up on time, get better, get tired. Take care of your partner. And I think those four things I did my whole career. Yep. But don't let him fool you. He's still rough around the edges. I, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. But don't kiss everything you just said right there. Because you got to look, look at it like this guy that I I know who you were. And like, but. Did you, I show up on time? Oh, 100%. Was my pursuit to get better? 100%. Did I get tired? Did yes. I take care of people? I'd give them some rough, some tough love, but that's why <laughs> you're one of the number one trainers in the world right now, though, as well. It, it literally, one, I it's probably, one reason why Gaethje's so tough, too, as well. As I, I, like, I'm telling you, no, I wouldn't trade anything. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade anything the way you've done. I think I'm, I'm, I'm more efficient with what I do now, but there's still the same passion and drive behind it to extract one's potential. Here's the, here's the thing I will say. I'm. I don't. My. I don't want my claim to fame to be uh, Justin trainer, Justin coach. I want my claim to fame to be a great father, right? Yeah. Like, so I feel like. I. I mean, yeah. Is it cool to say like I coach Justin or a trainer underneath you and just did all that? Yeah, but I honestly feel like my whole deal is. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better friend to all these guys. I want to be a, uh, just a better person overall. I want people to like me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want people to realize, oh, man, that guy's a solid dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want that. The principles that it takes to become a good trainer, a good fighter, a good trainer, a good leader, are the same principles that, come, that are required to become a good father. Yeah, I believe a that. A good husband. That, They're just underlying the principles. They already been laid out by the Lord. Like we already know what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I feel like you have done more for me in my life than just fighting. Mm-hmm. I was never a guy that held a belt. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a couple smaller shows. You know, Ring of Fire. You know, we some yeah. bad motherfuckers too. <laughs> yeah, sure. The Ring of Fire was awesome. <laughs> it was. Um, but like, uh, you know, I, I. You know, how about uh, like that? But, like, my my main thing is, like, from what I got in life from, like, guys like Sean Sims, the guy that's just called in. So I have I have saw I have learned so much more from guys like him, yourself, Coach T. Um, and there's many, many other guys that I've learned, training partners that I've taken 
in my own life to raise my family now. Mm-hmm. Just the principles of it. And to me, it, uh, it's priceless and it just makes me try to be a better person every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. And like, you know, me seeing what you have right here, mm-hmm. you pulling out. When did this come out? When did this become well, part of Dwayne's life? Raised as a Catholic ever since I was young as a child with uh-huh. my mother. Um, and then uh, have been diving more into Christianity and the Lord and become a better version through the principles that are within those those sheets right there. And, uh, you know, my, my wife has been a good, a huge uh, motivation to continue to go to church and to continue to stay to the word. And it's not like she's doing something else. We're doing this together. Right. So um, those principles in those in those sheets are in my soul. You know? Yeah. And... Um, not to say that I'm the best. I'm the best version of myself, or I'm better than anybody else. But I'm, I'm working, in all honesty, about at an eighty percent RPM to do the best I can in in every area. Um, but yeah, the Lord's always been with me. Um, I think if you look back through some of the memories of us training and doing things, um, a lot of my accountability came from the guidance of the Lord. I yeah, wouldn't speak about it. I didn't know how then. Yeah, I know what to say. Well, I mean, I see you. Even then, you come in with jeans, mm-hmm. little affliction shirt tucked in to the gym, mm-hmm. and then you would fold them up, put them on the ring, have your little corner, mm-hmm. and you would take your little cross off and kiss it. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you do your thing then. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that was probably the most I've ever seen you. Like, I knew you were spiritual then, and you did it. Like, just like you know, like me, like me. Like me, I do. I yes. Do I? Am I a? Do, do I believe? Yes, I 100%. That's why we're here. But um, I just see a different version of you, and I feel like, uh, you know, this probably has made you the person who you are now. Of course. Um, I like it. I, 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 I mean, this is why I say, like, um, you are um, just a wiser person of yourself and, mm. the, you know, that kindness. That's the pursuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is literally. Uh, this is an awesome version of Dwayne I've seen now, mm-hmm. but I also say, don't let quite uh, your kindness, uh, your um, kindness, get you fucked up. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah, that's the, what the, I'm the, saying, the, dude. The, the tools are still there. I just know how to keep a sheath. Right. I just know yeah. When to utilize the techniques. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Is like, don't take my kindness for granted yes, because, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's why I said, like, I... Yeah, I still train. I still stay in shape. I'm still, um, you know, working again about 80% of my uh, RPMs and on the pursuit to become a better martial artist and instructor and, and husband and father and a servant of the Lord and, and a friend and, and all these categories and hats that I may carry, every characteristic in life. I'm just... I'm not saying I'm trying to do my best. I'm doing about 80% of my best. Well, if you're not going to do this, I won't do this, man. I got this. Okay. What the spaceship is this? This is good spaceship. This is called. Is door, mama? This is called the spaceship. Uh, you know what's so funny, Dwayne? The first time I went to spaceship with you, I was like, I thought you wanted to go. We were in Seattle. You were working with Alpha Mill at the time. You went to California and started coaching those guys. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> he already has cardio <laughs> issues and he's smoking. Them. I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> I know. We went to a spaceship. So we were in, um, you were working with um, uh, somebody on the UFC. I was with Justin Sellis at the time, coach with Trevor Whitman. And uh, 
I haven't seen you for a long time. You were, went to California, and we get we got on the same fight card, and you were like, hey, want to go to Spaceship later? Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go hang <laughs> on, Dwayne. And uh, it was after the fight, and, you know, you think of Seattle, the Space Needle, you know, and I, that's what I was thinking in my dumbass head. Uh, so me and Salas go knock on your door. Fucking Danny Castillo opens the door. You, I love What's you. up, I love SA? You, you know, Danny, Danny, to Danny, this day. One of my favorite guys on the team. I love him. Dude, to this day, this guy will still drop a line on social media to me. And He's just, awesome. what's up, you know? He, he, like, we still um, stay in touch. And <laughs> literally, we, we, we go in, and Dwayne's sitting on the bed and uh, eating, like, Tokyo Joe's. And he's like, I'm full. I'm done. I'm cool. And he had, like, a lot of it left. <clears throat> and there's guys in there that I, you know, kind of knew from, you know, uh, Alpha Male who fought and you are coaching now. And I don't know who fought that night, but Dwayne goes, you ready to go to the spaceship? And obviously Justin Sells already knew what he was talking about, right? What you were talking about, but I'm a fucking rookie when it comes to this. And I go, yeah, let's go. So I'm thinking we're going to leave. Space needles, but you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> See, now we guys we're talking about. One body, Luke, not to shoot the double leg. <laughs> I don't. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I needed more work. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this story, and then i got to tell and one more story of you cornering me. <laughs> okay, don't let me forget that window, because this is fucking priceless. Uh <laughs> So we go, he's like, all right, so everybody go in the bathroom. Everybody's walking in, like, single file in the bathroom. So I, I'm just going along. I'm, I'm like, fuck, I don't know, maybe I you know somebody, I don't know. And they just fucking, Danny Castillo rolls out this big-ass blunt, dude. Like, it was, <clears throat> it was big. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, I guess we're going to do this. <laughs> right? Which I was down, right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> and, uh Put the towel underneath the door. Put the water on. I'm on the bathtub. <laughs> it's hitting everybody, and it comes to me. <laughs> it's pretty much just like this. <laughs> it's pretty much just like this, and I fucking hit it, and I hit it hard. And I'm fucking coughing, and I start puking right in the bathtub, dude. Everybody's like, damn, who brought this who fucking dude? this guy? Damn, like, Dwayne, that's my dog. That's, like that's my boy. <laughs> and Danny Castillo this day, he's like, dude, you remember when you hit that shit too hard, <laughs> you made you puke? <laughs> and I was like, damn, forget about that, right? So, yeah, we, we go in there, we hit it, and I'm fucking ready to pass out. And this fucking guy, he gets Indian style on the bed, eats his Tokyo Joe. And he's throwing his rice every single one by one in his mouth. I go back to the hotel room with Celis and Trevor, and and so we're all three in the in the room together, right? And, Sel- and Trevor's in there, <coughs> and Justin goes, "What'd you guys do?" Oh, Luke's fucked up, Trevor. <laughs> I'm laying on the bed, right? Just I'm like, I'm cool. I'm cool, and I'm high as fuck, right? <laughs> and I just start laughing, just laughing. You know how Trevor is, because I'm sleeping right next to him. This is before we had, like, rooms uh-huh. to ourselves. Now we're, like, sit, sleeping right next to each other. And I'm just giggling. Salas pulls out his phone. And his deputy dog, <laughs> the cartoon. You remember the dog oh, the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, this is you right now. Oh, that's hilarious. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. But, so, 
I got to tell everybody this because this is no bullshit. This happened in Ring of Fire fight. I'm literally uh, fighting. Uh, I think this was the fight to see if I was going to UFC. I was fighting Dennis Davis from uh, Extreme Couture's. And first bank center. Yep, first bank center. And uh, Dwayne's cornering me, and I'm fucking. Not listening? <laughs> I'm piecing this dude up. Just <laughs> fucking piecing him, right? And I'm obviously killing him with one, too, because <laughs> it's working, right? And we get the bell rings. <clears throat> he goes, and I'm fucking just kind of like trying to get my win back, whatever. He goes, <clears throat> Are you gonna quit? Throw, are you gonna throw more than one two, motherfucker? And I and I'm just kind of like blah blah blah. And bam, I get fucking smoked right in the fucking cage, just bitch slapped right across the. Thing. <laughs> and he and I fucking stood up like I used like my old like I stood up straight. I looked way square. That my eyes are watering shit in the middle of a fight. <laughs> and he goes. Are you to throw more than one two? And I was like scared to answer that question because I didn't know if it was a tour question or not. Okay, I said it. I give you advice. This is what I do to make sure that they, they understand it. Just like with the kids today, uh, I'll give a piece of advice and I'll say, okay, to confirm that you heard it and you know what you're supposed to do, then I'll ask, okay, what are you going to do? And I ask you, what are you going to do? And you're like, <laughs> well, that's what I said. I, uh, your question? I didn't even look at it. He just smoked me across the way uh, in between rounds. I'm already getting fucked up in the fight. And my, my own teammates is killing me in my face. So he smoked me in my face. Slapped me, I should say. He just bitched me. Just slapped me. And I looked at him and I said, yes. <laughs> now go out there and win this fight. Yeah. And, I, and I did. I got yeah. the UFC, right? But. I will say this. I will say this. Nobody nobody ever got me more motivated than this motherfucker right here. So I got to say thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank Man, I just I just honestly, um, I can't thank you enough for what you did to me, just let alone. I know I don't have enough to show for me in my career, but um, I literally have to say, man, you are – one of the ones that always put time in with me, shared advice, fucking hung out with me. All those times we ate at Brother's Barbecue, I'll never forget. Bro, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like all, all those times that we had, I will never take for granted oh. because, man, it's it was something special to me. And then like that, even now, it's still having you at my house right now doing the podcast. It, meant, it means the world to oh, me. You're awesome. Thank yeah. you for having me on. I mean, honestly, it's cool, man. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know where um, I'll, I'll see you again. Hopefully sooner than later. It wasn't too bad of a driver. Actually, we're all, we're gonna move up here a couple of years ago. I right? know. Could you imagine that? That would have been a good podcast every week. <laughs> We'd have our own shit. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, what, what, what do you? What do you? Uh, I mean, what's uh, the school looking like now for you? Uh, the uh, school is uh, very smooth. We got some good uh, SOP system, uh, standard operational procedures, so ways to. Is that what SOP things. stands yeah, for? Right, yeah. Damn, you, so, you're sophisticated yeah, now, I, I didn't create it. I was, Damn, I was you're sophisticated as dude. Um, <laughs> we have some, but we have good systems in place and also have a great staff. We have good people um, that do what they're supposed to do and they don't do it because they're supposed to. They do it because they want to. They, it's a genuine, even though they get paid to be there, they would be there without being paid because everyone that's been there they love it. It was a student first. I, I hired from within <coughs> and... And it's not, I guess, you know, technically I'm hiring them, I'm the boss and employer and stuff, but 
we're we're a team, we're a family, we're all dedicated to sharing martial arts, and that's to you know to help out, give back, uplift, and inspire, and uh, help people become a better version of themselves. And it's it's running it smooth, you know. Um, again, I have it would be it would be a disrespect to 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 Contronomia, uh, to James Tigret, to Clarence Thatch, uh, Sensei Masruton, Trevor Women, all the coaches that have invested into me over the years. It would be a disrespect for me not to continue and teach and share what they've shared with me. So I couldn't, like, if I'm done fighting, it would be a disrespect for me to go back and be an electrician or anything else <clears throat> other than continuing to share. And <clears throat> with the guiding principles of a lot of existing businesses right now, they've helped me facilitate my, my, my dojo to make sure that I have an opportunity for people to make a living doing what they love, teaching martial arts and just being a martial artist and, who doesn't want to get paid to be a Ninja Turtle? Right. Like, really, you know, honestly, I mean, realistic. get to be, you know, kids, healthy kids that are helping people become better versions of themselves. Like, yeah. And do unto others as you want done unto you. Like, that's the golden rule. Right? So. Well, I will say this. But it's man. smooth. But yeah. one more thing. So I got the affiliate business as well. So I, so it, it, was I a good fighter? Uh, you know, yes, you were. Yes, you know, a uh, good, uh, you know, instructor, good trainer. Now, if I can produce the fruits of my labor and help people become better, you know, the best version of themselves. How, can I teach other people to do that now? Like that's the next layer of my journey yep. is I was a good fighter, good trainer, good instructor, but can I teach <coughs> other people to become good instructors as well? I'm thankfully blessed to be able to have the affiliate business where I teach other coaches what to teach, how to teach to help people become better. And that's so, everywhere. It's, yeah. It's been awesome. You know, like it's, it's I it's see badass. it everywhere, bro. I love it. like it's cause it took a long time to figure out like what, have the train and then what the train, you know, and it's, it's, it's again, in the curriculum, in the curriculum, I put all, it's all laid out and I, I keep real, really organized and there's layers to life. You know, mm-hmm. we get a permit before we get a driver's license. It's just like, there's layers of life. First like grade, second grade, third grade. I I've been able to map out and tag and title steps of the journey to help someone become better. Like if you're going to take <coughs> a human or, well, you know, this, what would, what would be the first thing you would teach someone in, like, if their journey is to become a martial artist, what's the first thing that they should know? Man, Test stance. Them. Stance. Yeah, well, in order for them to have the stance, what's the precursor? Balance. Mm. And they're to shift their weight, right? And yeah. then they could be stationary and then learn the basic punches, straight punches first, and then hooks and uppercuts, and then add movement, and then try to tie that movement with the strikes. Like, there's layers to help someone become better. And although there's certain people out there that are gifted natural athletes, Gaethje, TJ, Sensei Boss. Um, now it's the, the instructor's Luke. job to see what see what they're good at, <laughs> see what they're good at, and water it right. Proverbs twenty two six: Train up a child according to his ways. Yeah. So you know you just it's nothing's new. It's all in the Bible. Like, it, it's, it's been around. Like King Solomon wrote that. It's in Proverbs three thousand years ago, and it's true to this day. Like you know what the heck? So um, you just rehatching the old the old underlying principles with today's modern society and our path specifically martial arts and guidance. Right. And, right. The, and the spiritual journey that comes along. Um, sorry, you were going to say something I interrupted. Yeah, no, I was just, just talking about your school. Like it's, yeah. it's one of the, I love it. One, one of the, I, I mean, I don't want to sound biased because I, I've trained underneath you. I was a training partner of yours and done everything. And I feel like what I, the way I know fighting is because of you. You know what I mean? It is honestly the way I, I, I really and, do. And I learned a lot from the structure of like uh, the, the Contro would run his class. And Contro, uh, I'm referring to Contronomia. When I used to train with him, it was Ashahar Karate. Now it's Inchin Karate. But that's where Sensei Clarence Thatcher earned his black belt as well. Um, I didn't get my black belt from from, from Contro, but uh, 
that was my first martial art instructor. And what's really cool now is his son, Jota, trains with me, and he does. He can be really? Anyway. Yeah, so it's still full circle. Oh, that is awesome. Family. Oh, and he's ninja too. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed to still be able to uh, teach and share martial arts, but it's something that I knew I was going to do when I was a child. I didn't you know, watch a video or read a book. Like, oh, I should do this now. I'm yeah. motivated because I listen to Tony Robbins or – or Zig Ziglar or something. Yeah. You know, like they're obviously great people to listen to, but it's just something that I felt from within my soul that I was destined to be a fighter and then a martial artist and I have my own school. That's it's, so it's, it's fun. I, I, I mean, it. I honestly, I mean, I'm supposed to be doing this. I honestly, when we were fighting, I said, when we get done fighting, I knew you were going to be a coach. I knew it. Yep. I knew you were going to be. Uh, I know too much not to teach. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that's, that's why I I will honestly say this, like you were the best at what you do and now you're becoming the best instructor that you, you, what you could do or what you are. Yeah. Thank you. So I honestly like it. Uh, That's one thing I wanted to touch on with the school is like, so it doesn't necessarily have to be, I don't have to be in Colorado. Oh no, we have affiliates all over the world, Australia, not one in Japan yet, but um, uh, we have one in Brazil, but mostly here in North America, specifically America. Um, but yeah, just I teach other instructors what to teach, how to teach. As long as they have the the basics down, and they have the you know, I I teach them what to teach online. I, I, on <clears throat> online, we have all the videos. We have you know millions <clears throat> of videos. Like well, in all honesty, we have over five thousand weekly curriculum videos of teaching you what to teach and methods to at that level, build them up, and it's all been layered and leveled out and tagged and titled. Just but it's it's the existing business model of karate with the, with the belt and for yep. what belt. What do you need to know? Yep. Well, I just took that same concept, but what you need to know for actual real life self-defense and or the cage fighting yep. you know, trained in a safe and effective manner. Because as an instructor, you have the same goals in line as to help your student become better and without injury to be able to walk out of the school and the dojo that the same way they walked in, hopefully just a bit better, but without injury. Because if it's Gaethje fighting for the title, you want the same thing for him to become better and stay yep. healthy and happy. So period and I've, I've mapped that out like this is what i do yeah no and you got it down to uh to a science of the yeah science. that's what i was gonna yeah, say but that's what that was like your your philosophy i felt like every time you would show me something or why we kick like this or why we punch like this this is why mm-hmm. and, it, and to me it was that. like yeah for me that was the way i needed to be taught mm-hmm. you know what i mean like hands on and you showing me mm-hmm. that's why i say like you always had a a, um, a reason why we did this. Your why was simple because you showed it right away. Mm-hmm. And um, I just I, I I'm telling you guys this right now. If you're lucky to start a school, stand up school, um, and you 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 think you're a bad motherfucker on your feet, you you might be. You well, know I, you, I, can, you I, can, I can help. You, you. will definitely help. sharpen up and yeah. teach you. He will definitely teach you something new. And I promise you this. You will learn shit real fast, simple, and he breaks it down to you. To uh, I mean, listen, you're you're talking to a guy that took third grade twice. <laughs> <laughs> I you're the way you taught me was how I am today, and like um, structured and organized. It, it is so good, Dwayne. Thank it really you. is. And um, I I just like I said, man, I can't thank thank you enough for being the person who you are, the coach you were to me, the the friend you were to me, and the. the the teammate, honestly, that. that's why I said, like, to me, everybody's like, like, man, when you fought, who are you training? But to me, honestly, Dwayne, you were the first person that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's, like, you know, you you go down the line and you say, like, oh man, we had like guys like GSP in the in the gym, uh, Rashad coming in, mm-hmm. but there was nobody to me 
<laughs> like Dwayne Ludwig, dog. I appreciate that. I, it is. To me, I, I, I just don't, I feel like the only thing that I'm, I want more for you than probably yourself, I really, I mean, I mean this. I want you to be in the Hall of Fame and I want to mm. be there. Mm. Oh, cool. I, I promise you. I, 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 I really feel like. The UFC Hall of Fame, right? UFC Hall of Fame, man. Oh, I wonder why I would be in there, I guess, one of the best coaches. What do you mean? Structures, yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure out like what categories do they have and what kind of fit uh, in. I mean, you're a pioneer for one. Mm. Yeah, the pioneer one. They just let Jens Pulver in, but he was the lightweight he was champion. The first lightweight. Champion. Yes, yeah. I get that. Yeah, and so I trained. With, I trained with that guy, yeah, right? Awesome. Yeah. You were a guy that actually fought Jens Pulver, mm -hmm. and I've never seen anything in a fight like that. Make well, see that. See that. It's funny you say that because well, thank you. Um, but that's I was another Opus stance scenario where he was southpaw and I was orthodox and I'm and I'm sorry I jumped ahead but you said I think you were saying you never seen anything like that as far as being able to dismantle him and beat him that way so easily hundred percent okay yeah so thank you for that but you know I, I would like to take credit but again it goes back to having Opus stance and certain patterns and and he throws his rear hand so you just have to get outside of his rear hand and then once he throws power it takes longer to throw power so as soon as his punch goes by you launch your punch like it it's like I knew I was going to win that fight like it's because it's like like two plus two is four. Like you add those up, that's what happened. So I knew if I didn't get hit from that shot, I could hit him. I just didn't have to get hit. So I guess that was the scary yeah. part. But I didn't care. Like that's not what you focus on. You focus yeah. on what you're supposed to do, and you're supposed to let that punch miss, and you hit him. So yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I, I nerd out on that stuff because oh. there's patterns in life. Because again, I, just like that's how Usman got caught. Yep. Opus stance cross kick. Yep. That's how Gaethje knocked out. You know, Poirier. Same way. Kick. Right. Mine was very similar because I let his punch go by. He 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 missed his punch and lined up right to my my right hand, power to power. So anyway, there's just patterns <clears> of the human body when you move certain ways. Certain things happen, and <clears> you can capitalize on those moments. And that's what I feel I'm good at. No, you you did, and not only that, but you put him down. Mm -hmm. But you made a guy want to run, yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hit behind the right? Like honestly, I'm like I said, like the way you you flawlessly made him yeah. just hit the ground, the canvas right there. To, um, you know, making him try to get off the cage or the ring, yeah, boxing ring. But it, it was not just guys. I'm just. I I got to take this moment here just to hype this guy up. I have no idea who this guy is. Like Google, get on YouTube. Dwayne I've got Ludwig. some good fights. I got some good. I've got. I've gotten beat up before though as well. Right? Yeah, we, but the, hey, they're all less. Some of the best. Some <laughs> of the best. Have, yeah, you know I definitely I mean? have. I've my. Uh, you know, I feel. Uh, this is. I, I, I ponder this. Every, every quite, quite often. So up to my world title, Mike, I had you know loss, you know win, 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 maybe a loss, win, 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 maybe a loss. Like I was focused. Once I won my second world title, my motivation just changed because I, I became the champ that I've always thought I was going to become. And then I was like, okay, now what do I fight for? And I was like, okay, how much are they paying me? And so I was when it changes, hard, it changed right. And then I was like, well, it was hard for me to stay motivated for money because it was such a true and genuine passion initially. Then it just changed my motivation. But now I have you know, a wife and yeah, a kid yeah, and yeah. mortgage and things change. So um goes back to what you were saying. You wanted to become a UFC fighter. Yep. And then once you did, like what, what happened psychologically? Yeah. I went home to a barbecue. You just, uh, you I quit. I quit. I had no wasn't drive. Motivated? Yeah, yeah I wasn't going drive. To be too low? When they cut me, even then, uh, then I went to fight overseas, international fights, and my drive wasn't Same even drive. there. Same drive, yeah. It was I was doing it just for money, just to pay to continue to say I was a fighter. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, and uh, all the wrong reasons. You know, 
one of my reasons was to become a world champion. And once I won that, my, my motivation dropped heavily. Um, so my advice for uh, maybe any fighters listening, don't set your bar so low. Mm-hmm. Don't s- try to become a UFC fighter. Become the UFC champion that's consecutively defending his belt 10, 15 times. Yep. Set the bar that high. Yeah. Being not just the champion, but the best pound for pound. Because now you have a goal that's you know limitless, and that'll mm-hmm. keep you focused, driven, and hungry. Yeah, no, it's true because I'm telling you, even a kid, like a guy like yourself, guy like me, Dwayne, I probably should be working on the railroad, never left my house, but I took a chance and I did it. And, dude, I, I have the best fucking life. Mm, you're blessed. I have the sure. best life, man. Like, I, I every day I count my blessings because yeah, nice. <clears throat> everybody has to get up and do all kinds of different shit. Even I have responsibilities, but... My responsibilities are so much funner to do because I enjoy nice. what I do. Yeah, enjoy the journey, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, shit, today I get to fucking have a podcast with Dwayne Lovely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to where where my life has has gotten me, mm. I, I I don't know. You you would know more than me. You're blessed, uh, sir. Yeah, You're you blessed. know what I mean? Like, um, you have, we know, uh, ooh, what is it? Is it, is it Luke? Hold on. Let me go. Oh, this go. Comes up. oh, actually, I have the pen to it. Luke, uh, I thought it was 22, uh, four, what is it? 2246. Let me see this real quick. But see, what happens if, uh, in Spider Man, with great powers comes great responsibility? Yep. You heard that line? Yep. That's from the Bible. The Bible version is, for unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required oh yeah. like all these things you hear they're yeah. from the bible um i just i just i, th- I find that to be fascinating but well, obviously where else is it going to come from right but it just doesn't give enough credit um or people are scared to talk about it oh yeah and, I, and maybe they just don't know how you know yeah. either right so like i sprinkle these in my classes because they're real messages again proverbs twenty seven seventeen, iron sharpens iron but also iron can break iron so work up to your, sh- your threshold of growth um if you two are competing well, throw back, give some counters, but don't hurt each other, but let them yeah. know, but keep them accountable. If it's an earlier day one student, not day one, but earlier student, like no counters, just nice light, no, yeah. just get the balance down. So um, there's the iron sharpens iron aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah, you hear, uh, I come across all the, you know, a lot of things in the world and like, oh, where'd you hear that from? Like, like uh, Abraham Lincoln is quoted for a house divided, it cannot stand. Yep. That's from the Bible, right? Yep. So I'm um, just... I just find that interesting. You come across these things uh, later in life. I'm like, oh, that's where it's from, but no one ever told you. So um, you need, I'm, need to share the gospel. I know. I, I, I can't let this go, though. You you just said, man, I'm trying to think categories of why I would be in the UFC. You fought in the UFC, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. You you literally had. Oh, the fastest knockout? Fastest knockout. Oh, yeah, for 13 years, but who's counting? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like literally, and and, and uh, well, that was another thing, right? Like people drop their jab. You know, you, I was attack, retreat, intercept. <laughs> lazy jab, you know, right? Lazy jab, but also parried it down. But like that's another example. It's yep. like there's these patterns, and when you when people overextend and their arm is all the way out, it's gonna drop and and, and, and teeter back. And if you don't know that, you can be capitalized. And he was capitalized. And but I did that by uh, attack by drop. Why didn't attack? I, I just drew him in. I, uh, um, uh, uh, Retreat and intercept. So I was able to pull him in my step. I wasn't moving backwards because he was stepping forward. He was stepping forward because I was going backwards. I was pulling him in and timing his steps. What so, was it? Thirteen seconds, twelve uh, seconds? Four seconds. The clock the clock said four seconds. The athletic commission said eleven. UFC says six point six, I think. And then Masvidal 
you know, right with the running knock. Yeah, yeah, and, which is awesome. Credit to him, but I still have the fastest knockout in UFC history. Yeah, a punch. Oof. So us, us means to push and to endure. We all have these internal battles, and that's what Israel means is to struggle with God or wrestle with God, and who doesn't struggle and, and wrestle to get out of bed or to do the things that you need to be doing, right? Like even I do. Yeah. Um, I, I feel it seems to be somewhat easier for me to do things than what other people say their life is like for whatever reason. I have goals, I have motivation, I have purpose and, and desire. And maybe that, that obviously helps me, but... um. Those things are just important to keep people in line, and, and us is a direct relation. Because for me personally, you know, you need to separate your your family and, and your business and your religion. But you know, obviously, religion is part of my family and what I do in my real life. Like I don't try to be a martial art instructor; I am, and also who I am is is, is a soldier of God and, and a husband and a father and a friend. So all these things intermingle to me. So us is to stay on the path, keep pushing, keep enduring. Yeah. And see, I'm about to become the best version of yourself to help out, give back, uplift, and inspire. Like, who wants to be around a bunch of lazy motherfuckers? Like, nobody does. But who wants to be around people who are doing the right thing and pushing you and motivating you? But sometimes, like, you don't want to do that. You want to relax yeah. and chill. So, like, oh, there's yeah. times for that too, right? Yeah. But don't do it too much because we got shit to do. Yeah. So it's just like... Spaceship like, time is only at nighttime for me. No, space, spaceships right now. Wake up, ninja. <laughs> like, so you got stuff to do. So, you know, it just it helps keep me accountable to be a martial artist and to be us and, like, those things tying together because... My martial arts, my spirituality, my life, like to me, they're all one, but I have to be careful and separate them. But all these lessons, they're all tied together. And um, and it's nice to hear stories of the past that people tell me and reminding me of how much they thank me. No one's ever said, you know what, I want to tell you, you, you fucking hate you, you used to beat my ass. Yeah. That's never the story. Yeah. The story is always like, you know, I want to thank you for beating my ass or for pushing me and guiding me along. So like, it's nice to, to not, I don't hear it often, but when I come across the people I used to train with when I was training, that's the same story, and yeah. it makes me feel good to like. No, like, remember we should train you fucking pussy. Like, yeah, it's never yeah. that. It's like thank you. Like I learned. I mean, I could say that too in a nice way, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to catch those hands <laughs> no, here. No hands. No hands to be caught. Uh, so um, I, got, I got. I got to share a flow though, right? You asked yeah, me about my yeah, flows. I did. I'm trying to figure out see which flow. So this is. So you, if you guys don't follow him on on the IG, sometimes oh. he, you know, he does a lot of fucking uh, <laughs> in, instructional stuff. Just. About his kids, family. He's a good person overall. But uh, recently, uh, we got Mr. Buster Rhymes up in this bitch now. <laughs> Just t- sharing things. I had no idea. Yeah. I and didn't either. I messaged Trevor and I said, when the fuck did Dwayne <laughs> start doing it? See, he doesn't have to... social media. He's like, what oh, are you talking about? Me, yeah. I literally had to show him the next day. Oh, he was funny. like, oh my God, yeah. that's Dwayne. I love to. He's always supporting yeah. things. But so, it's just uh, the martial arts and spirit and flow, just, right? Uh, you know, with you, the one with you and your son. Oh, the boss? Yeah, uh, was probably one of the best ones. I was like, damn, oh. this guy has skills to pay the bills. <laughs> like literally I was like blown away on just, just the message you sent. Oh, which one? Well, it, it's just like, it's stuff that I'm, and it's, an, it's a way for me to, to share uh, lessons. And I'm talking to myself when I do these things, right? I'm not trying to preach. I'm like, this is what you guys should be doing. I'm making these videos and stuff to help keep me accountable and to stay creative and, and to, you know, or just to keep creative and just get these things out of my soul because they come to me and, you know, what do I do with them? Yeah. So hopefully they're positive messages to, to share they with are. Um, I forgot which one was with the boss. Um, I, I can't. Uh, let's see. Lord Jesus, please help God my thoughts, God my speech, God my deeds. Allow me to do amazing things. Reach out a hand and help someone achieve their dreams. If it's what feels right, so it seems. Helping them tap into their potential. Daily training in the arts is good for the mental. And after all, taking care of the body is essential because for the Holy Spirit, well, that's his temple. But can life really be that simple as we strive to be valiant men readying our hands for war? It's the qualities that it takes to achieve such status that are worth so much more. 
but I'm really trying to share a message that people can feel in the core, the same way TJ felt when he won his first belt. That's why when I prayed last night, I knelt down to the floor, dear Lord, please help me sharpen the family sword and become a better service. I'm pouring out my heart right now. I am a little bit nervous. That I strive to become a better version of oneself mentally, spiritually, and physically in a positive manner with good character. Please, dear Lord, help me push through and endure all types of weather. Please help me become just a little bit better. For you, the world, and my baby girl. Whoever since she's been born, she's been my world. I want her to stand up tall and proud and sing from the bottom of her belly, also very loud. And bring her and let herself be heard, but not follow the path of the typical herd, but to bring her beautiful voice to life, like when God breathed through our nostrils the breath of life. Because we've all been given a gift, and it's up to us to bring it to light. And But that's a quest of life. And it won't be easy, but that's a quest of life, is to stay in the fight. Hopefully, that's it's weird to hear hey. myself right through this, but yeah, I'm trying to like I, I say it and then I hear it and it's like a half second, so it's, it's a little tricky. That's to hear that, so but, crazy you can just uh, spit that game like that. Oh, uh, they're they're in. Well, I, I I I know that one. Like that one, I've I've you know I don't know if you create it or they come to you, or whatever. But I've said that one before, so I I memorize it. You know, in my soul, not my not my brain. Right? It's, it's wherever in, in your gut, which is where the combinations and the flow needs to come from. Because if you think it takes too long. So you have to just be in the moment and, and free flow, and that comes like the muscle memory into, like what Bruce Lee says, to flow like water. Yeah, that's assuming someone's already balanced and has cardio in the game plan and knows what to do, not here, you know, in their brain, but in their soul. Because So that means that goes back to the, that ties into the 10,000 hours or 10,000 reps, yeah, which leads to mastery. But that's assuming that you're training it correctly. Now, what's correctly? Well, correctly is versed off your, your natural skill set, which again ties into Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child according to his ways. So all these things just tie together for me, right? So, um, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be able to have a flow state like what Bruce Lee talks about, assuming that you drilled the proper things with proper mind state for your personal style in relation to your potential opponent. Like, so you do the math, you hatch those, that spider web up, right? And you know what you want to do. But then, ninja. but then again, like of, of what, what's, what you're good at, but also again, certain people react certain ways. Again, like Poirier dip into the rear hip. Yeah. Uh, Jens Pover, you know, overreaching. Like, like these are the same scenarios, that, and you can tie those scenarios in what you're good at, and then there's the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, those are pieces. But um, <clears throat> what you did at Tony Franklin. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was a fun one. That was fun, dude. That, that was, was a, fun. like so. I know Tony personally too, oh, right? Cool. And tell him I said hi. No, I just, I, I just, I know it's just so crazy. I feel like, bad sharing the highlights, but they're so nice. They're like, bro, clean. bro. If you know, if you if you're in the fight game, you're in the fight game, right? And you know, but the way you pieced him up, mm. it yeah, reminded me like days like when me you would spar in the cage, <laughs> and I would be like, I told you, I told you, Dwayne, I told you. <laughs> oh, I remember this one time. I swear to God, it's just just because I see all this, like like when I see your face, man, like I, I all these. Highlights come to my 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 brain, and it's so funny because it's fun for me right now. I'm living the past right now, and uh, just there was there was a scene in uh, Rush Hour. Is like, which one of y'all <laughs> kick me? <laughs> I was oh, like, funny. I blocked everything, every punch he threw at me, and then the kick followed right behind it, and I was like. What the fuck just happened? And I just was like, "This is what I why I'm around you yeah. because." What was the kick hard? That tried to knock you out. I mean, I've never been knocked out in my life until <laughs> I started working out doing low. <laughs> no, 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 no! You always pull you. kick. Oh, yeah. yeah, you would always pull kick. You were good, man. Like you were. Like that's why I said you were a great training partner because you always had that that push, that, that reality check, to saying, "Hey, motherfucker." <laughs> Look at this Poindexter-looking 
White boy fucking beating my ass, bro. I can't. If I I got a tattoo. Come on, let's go. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm from the hood. You know? <laughs> and look at oh, you, dog. Funny. Just beating everybody's uh, ass, bro. There was times I just would watch you, and I could not believe like I was amongst those greatness. I don't know, man. I I just literally I ain't sucking your dick, but goddamn no, it, I I really do, man. Um, I wish we had all the phones that they have now, right? Oh, like, dude, we'd be fucking. We'd, we'd be like Jake Paul and shit like that. <laughs> oh, man. We'd be. That's the difference. Yeah. No matter who came. There was I a, know, and there'd be like a new person. This would be fucked up, though. Like, so, like, a new person would come from out of town and they'd be, you know, already a successful fighter or whatever. And everybody would stop and just watch me beat them up. Everyone. Then, yeah, but I had to do that, though, too. For because my he, was our, he was our leader, bro. Like, literally, he was a gang. And he was our leader. And, he, and orange and white was our colors, bro. Whether you liked it or not, that was our, our, our call sign. And we were just. We, it was. What you had, what you had, if you were still fighting, and if you if we had the social media back then, you were the Diaz brothers in one. I swear to God, you had both. You were the Diaz brothers in one, and you had all these minions us, (laughs) which became all right. I mean, you got to realize it was guys like look at Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy did great. Leonard uh, Garcia's. Leonard Garcia, Elliot Marshall. Elliot. Yeah, Sean I mean, Sims. Yeah. Sims, oh, God. Shab, Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin. Uh, Brendan. Nate Marquardt. Nate. Nate. Yeah. Nate we had GS, guys like GSP, mm-hmm. Rashad Evans. Uh, Keith Jardine. Keith Jardine. Uh, All the guys from New Mexico. Jones. John Jones. Uh, John well, Jones, well, he would well, come. He, he would came come a few up, times. Yeah, I never actually trained with him, but yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, well, that's when you gave him to me, and I had to fucking put him in his place. Remember that time? <laughs> You're like, take care of him. He was young, and I was like, ah, right, I got to go. Did you ever spar with John Jones? No, fuck oh, okay. no. But Shane Carwin, I did. Okay, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, hold on. So Shane, Shane, Shane Carwin, for those of you who don't know, he had the biggest hands in UFC history. Brock Lesnar would wear a 4X size glove. <laughs> Shane, they had to custom make him gloves that they had to label 5X. Yep. So that's how his hands were literally like like lunch boxes. He was incredible. He had to get special made headgear because yep. his big old head. And um, so when I would spar people my weight or lower, I would always take care of them. But bigger people, I would swing on because then I felt like it was okay because they were trying to hit me. So like, okay, I'm going to go. And I was sparring with Shane one time. And, I, and I'm, I'm assuming I'm not too, whatever. But I did pretty good, but we were on different levels. I've been striking since I was eight years old and. At the time, he was striking for probably a couple of years, but and he's awesome. He would take control. He wouldn't try to swing, uh, you know, full power. Maybe he was, and I was slipping and moving it possibly right in. But um, <laughs> he was slipping right in. Sparring, yeah. After sparring one time, he came over to me and he was pissed. And he looks at me and goes, "I can feel your knuckles, right?" And I was like, "I don't know if that was a compliment or like like trying to like accuse me of cheating or like what the fuck." <laughs> so I was like, well, thank you. But he was always cool. But that, that no, was, he <laughs> really is a cool. Yeah, I can feel you. Uh, so doing he was mad about it. Listen, you would have knee pads on, shin guards, and I would be like. Fucking, what are, is that shit even regulation with those volleyball knee pads? Or oh. what, what the fuck? Yeah, I was trying. Trying. <laughs> and you literally just felt different. You, you you knew where to hit or mm-hmm. how to hit multiple. You knew how to place everything. And mm-hmm. I just, I just, here's the thing, man. Guys, check them out on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Twain Ludwig. Uh, what's your website for the schools and everything? Uh, LudwigMartialArts.com. Uh, I think BangMuayThai.com. We still Bang have Muay Thai, well. yep. Um, yeah, social media is Bang Muay Thai, I think, as well. Um, but it, in all honesty, so it's Boss Root and Inspired Bang Muay Thai because he's the one that, that 
showed me how to, t- how to, how to train like the, R- the RPM, yep. the intensity. But he's the first one to chunk combinations together. Like custom auto, one is the jab, two is the cross, three is the hook, and so on. So each each punch had a number. Sensei Boss is the one that would combine and chunk things. So two to Sensei Boss is jab cross. Three is jab cross hook. Four, jab cross hook cross. So again, he took the combinations and gave them one syllable name as well. So that's always good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're, they're one syllable. And the less we have to talk, the more we can communicate when you're on the pads, uh, you know, from distance sparring or in the cage, we have a, a vocabulary now, yeah. right? So we, again, he's going to show me how to chunk combinations and I put that into the system and just continue on that legacy with the TJ combo, the cross kick, which is what we call what Gaethje knocked out Pray with the cross kick. Um, but uh, just checking all these things together, but I got that from Sensei Boss. So when I say Bang Muay Thai this, Bang Muay Thai that, it's Boss Root and Inspired, Bang Muay Thai. I have to give credit where it is due. Um, and he's, he's the one that taught me what intensity, the psychological aspect, and then again, to chunk things together. And then that's what led to the system. Dude, it's a phenomenal system. And yeah, if it you, is. It's the best. It I really is. I, w- I will say this. There's a lot of great coaches out there in the MMA game, um, kickboxing game. But there's only one Dwayne Lovelace. It's true. And let me talk about the spaceship. So I didn't, when I was training, I was straight edge. Like there was no, no yep. spaceship. I didn't drink. I don't drink. But um, like I do spaceship it was after I was done fighting. Spaceship in meaning uh, marijuana. Yes. Um, thank you. So um, yeah, I, I don't want to recommend it for fighters. I want someone to watch us and go, he smokes weed and, and he trains martial arts. I want to do that too and still try to fight to each its own. But when I was training, I was committed 100% as eight clean you know, good, healthy water and, and food and was just commit to my path. So I didn't, I didn't fuck around and party and do any of this. None of that. So, yeah, you were, so. that was one thing I will say about you to a T you, when you was time mm-hmm. and like, there was a time where I wish you went to spaceship when you're cornering me. The health aspects, but also to help the, the creative flow. No, like yeah. to shut the brain off and to, to be able to speak from the soul, which is, which is nice as well. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, is is it just me? Yeah. Or is our Lord Jesus depicted in a white cardigan with a purple sash representing His supreme royalty? Now that's the man who I truly aim to be. Kind, loving, righteous, meek as meek as He can be. He gave Himself upon the cross for both you and me, allowing Himself to be crucified. All the while having seventy-two thousand angels with their swords drawn and by their side, getting ready to wipe this planet out of existence. But He chose to stand on the cross when He could easily walked off. And that takes true love, loyalty, and persistence. Unlike most humans, for instance, have you ever had a moment in your life where you had to think twice, wait, is this the right thing to do, or am I just trying to make a buck or two? <laughs> Selling out your friends, your family, and maybe even God? That's when you got to learn to slow down and relax, breathe, and see through the fog. And pay attention to the messages that are coming from the inside your soul, because that's the Holy Ghost, and He's telling you to relax and breathe, but to believe and to let it go. Because if you want to achieve, you must truly believe. The same belief that's in mustard seed it grows and be a great big tree. Or is it a bush? Either way, try not to rush because life is but a vapor. You must learn to save every moment and own it. Not worry about your opponent. Throw it like you know it. Put your goal so far out that you have to grow into it. But until then, just be about your business. And this is about say, hey, little boss, ass, can I get a witness? He would say, hi. Um, and I'm going to tell you things we're not going to agree. Oh, but until then, just be about your business. And then I uh, see, uh, and I'm going to tell you things we're not going to agree. And you might even hate me, but we don't have to agree because we don't agree, we enrich. That's why I'm going to tell you right now, if it feels right, go ahead and punch when you switch. Start utilizing the power that you generate from within your hips. Because you got to learn to separate, investigate, participate, articulate, and delegate. Not worry about what's on the other man's plate. And I'm not trying to initiate a debate, but I think you should get started before it gets too late. 
It's this big, and then I say, it's a big pot, little pot coming at your rock from South Pot. We're not going to give you time to thaw. Ah, so that's my flow of <laughs> yeah, little box sauce. I remember that. I think I did remember that. Yeah. So while I'm talking, that came to me, so I had to get yep. it out. So yeah. yeah, that's the one. Now, to me, I, like Dwayne, like here's the thing, man. You will always be a guy I look up to. You will always be my friend. That if you need anything, you just holler. Likewise, you know, hundred percent. My main thing is like, man, guys, if you're if you're literally struggling in life, whatever, want to work out, want to fucking change the way, do something different in your life. Maybe Muay Thai is the answer, Dwayne. He was my savior, honestly. I will say this. He was my guy that if it wasn't for him picking me up and pushing me through all this other BS that I was dealing with at the time, and um, I would not be the guy I am today. I appreciate that. And, man, I'm just telling you. It's crazy, man, to hear this, you know, because like, Sensei Boss tells me the same thing. He called me. Um, he was doing a podcast. And um, and he's told me this like personally, but never in, in public like this. But he was doing a podcast, and I guess the podcast told him, um, if there's any one person that you can call right now and let them know your true feelings, who would it be? And he calls me, and I'm in traffic heading to the dojo, and I'm kind of like, fuck, I'm kind of like a little bit pissed. I'm like, shit, I gotta get around these people, and we gotta be there on time, and get a call from Sensei Boss, and I answer it, and hangs up, and I answer it, and hangs up. So I think he's butt dialing me because he does that for some reason. Yeah. Like he butt dialing well, me, right? Bah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Then the third call I get, or he texts me, he goes, I call you, pick up. And I know like that's how he talks, right? So as I yeah, read it, it's not exactly. So he uh, calls me to pick up, and he's on this podcast, and he tells me that same thing. So it's um, that I, you know, even though he was my instructor and my trainer, he learned more from me than he thinks I learned from him. Like, that's that's crazy. Yeah, just yeah. keep doing what I, you're doing. Yeah. I, thank you. Thank you. Because uh, it really is, is, is I'm, I'm, I'm trying to carry on the... Mm. The legacy, the sword, the yeah, Thank whatever, you, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, I will say this though: if you if you don't know, now you know <laughs> because the motherfucker he would come by you and pinch you behind the <laughs> arm and shit. It was, what did Sean Sim say? I was uh, the definition of fuck around to find out. Yep, Dwayne Ludwig is a. Uh, uh, I, I, if there was um, a shirt made. Don't judge a book by its cover, and if you fuck around, you will find out. That is him to a T, and I promise you this. Promise you this. Man, thank you so much, oh, Dwayne. I, I honestly, I've, I really can't. Uh, I want the best for you. Likewise. And I know the best is already coming because it's already, you manifested all this. Uh, thank you. I, don't, you know, it's, I think it's a part of that. Also with what God's telling me to do. And I like to take credit, but I'm just doing what I feel I should be doing. Yeah, well, I you're should doing, be doing a lot more. I know I could be doing a lot more, but I'm trying to enjoy my time, my family and friends yep. as well. So yep. I could be running hardcore, and you know, and I could be running a, a, the highest level fight team right now. I hundred percent. I'm choosing to, with the, you know, the grace of God, to live a uh, slower life and spend time with my friends and my family and watch my kids grow. That could be on the road. Like when you go uh, Cornegaichi, how long are you gone for, dude? Two weeks. Yeah, see, I'm not trying to do that anymore. I've I know that's I'm why I went down like, to I, one. I don't mean, yeah, no. So like, I'm not trying to say like anything. Like, oh, you're doing anything bad? No. Like, I think we're doing. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, he needs you. You need him. It's a win-win. When like, it, as every relationship. I always be. said this, dude. I swear to God, I said this, and I don't even know who I was talking to the other day. When he's done, I'm done. Mm, mm, mm. I I don't know what that means. Maybe I'll. St I'm still gonna go if I have to buy a membership at a gym to go in there and fuck around and do my shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's probably what I need. Oh yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm, because I will say this. This is what I stepped away from Genesis. I wanted more time with my family. Yeah, indeed. Because you're drug, and then I was doing, you know, fighters, gone every other weekend, 
or even local shows, your Saturday Saturdays are screwed. Yeah, you're gone. You're there at four o'clock till you know the next morning. Yeah, I, it was not justifying the way I so was. So, with that doing. being said, uh, what are some of your goals right now? I got one big goal. What is that? And I'm I don't and I'll do whatever it takes to get there. I want my wife to quit working. For what? So she can be here with the kids and experience what I'm experiencing every day. Mm-hmm. So she just okay. Thank you for you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that, I want her financially. I don't. I don't need to be rich. I just need enough to to keep what we have, right? To keep what we have, get some family vacations. Everything costs money. We have to play this fucking money game, right? You're diligent. Um, but my goal is, I want to live old with my wife, watch my kids grow. Good job, nice. I mean, honestly, that's and I. If you would ask me this five, maybe even eight years ago, totally different. Mm-hmm. Totally different. I was selfish. Mm-hmm. I was uh, all about me. I was. Uh, but you need to be selfish and all about you for a certain period of your life to become a better version to invest in yourself so that you have something of value to share with the past in the future. Right? It's so weird. I don't needed, know. Though. That's needed. It's weird because I would. I, I hate. I hate my old self. But without that, you wouldn't be here, right? Yeah, maybe no, it's no, true. You're right. I see what you're saying, but not to feel too bad about that because you needed to invest in yourself and be selfish to invest in yourself to become what you are. But now yeah. it's time to, you know, pay those lessons forward, yep. right? To take care of your family for the future. Yep. Like that's so. There's the win-win, right? So, um, if you don't mind me saying, yeah, it's like they, so. People say like, like ego, not to have an ego. I think an ego is great. You gotta have it in check because my ego is like, yeah, I am the best. Fight yeah. in the world, and I'm going to show you. Like I need to have that belief. Yep. I can't be like, well, I'm going to go fight this guy, and I don't believe in myself. Like, yeah, yeah what the that. fuck are you going to do? So yeah, goes good. We just have to keep it in, you know, in yeah. check and control. Really. And so like, that's a don't let don't, an ego's not bad. It's a fire. You can use it to cook your meal or bring down your house. How are you going to manage that? Yep. Um, but uh, you mentioned money. Do you know the six laws of money? Tell me. Profitable income. Twenty percent of all you earn is just to keep. Invest at twenty percent. Create a budget. Own your own home. Gain more knowledge. So, which leads into, please allow me to share my uh, my five book list. Uh, one, the first one, the King James Version of the Bible. Like, regardless of your religious beliefs, there's absolute gold in those sheets, okay? Two, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. That gets real detailed of how you should basically live your life and goal set and manage your time and your relationships and stuff. So, that one's great. The Six Laws of Money, I got that from this book. Um, the Richest Man in Babylon from George S. Gleason. So, again, The Richest Man in Babylon. The fourth book, The Four Agreements. Fifth book, The Four Agreements, that's uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz. The fifth book, uh, Miyamoto Masashi's Book of Five Rings. So there's my five books that I would recommend you guys getting. Also, really? Zig, Zig, Zig Ziglar is badass, so get some. Yeah. Plus with audio books, as much as I yeah, drive. Yeah, as much as you drive, you can do that now. Yeah, that's what I learned. It's an hour each way from the dojo to my new house, so it's, yeah. like, it's perfect time for me to in, invest myself in yeah. selfish. And to, but I'm doing that with the intent to become of better service. It's yeah. T-B-O-S, to be of service. You know, like that's what you need to do. We need to people to, like what Jordan Peterson says, another guy you should look into, Jordan Peterson, if you don't, and if you guys aren't, look into him. He's, he's awesome. He's of the Lord, and he gives you the most detailed advice. He he explains your feelings and your thoughts to a degree that you didn't know existed. It's it's beautiful. But um, one thing that he talks about is, you know, Stuff needs to be done. Like someone needs to be able to, you know, when I say man up, it don't mean like for the man, but like for for you, the per, that person up to become the, is is carry as much of weight and burden as you can because that needs to be carried. That needs to be done. Someone needs to do it, and who's going to do that? Like if you're going to go into war, you're going to take, you know, 
uh, a bunch of like you know sissies like no you want no. you want people that are going to stand up and you know produce the best version of themselves to hopefully take care of this chaos so you know pay attention speak properly um confront chaos make this world a better place yeah just like when you when i met your kids for the first time mm-hmm. i met them like when they were little little babies but even today mm. to a t man oh. that's what's cool because they shake hands look at you in the eye tell you it, to me, that that's priceless to me, and mm. you're doing one hell of a job. Thank you, sir. I hope so. It's it's scary, right? We're, we're raising our, our uh, especially today. Kids. Yeah. Today, I know yeah. it's every day. We'll be homeschool our kids. I brought the kids here to see, you know, like what does dad do? Yeah, daddy's got. And I'm I'm using this as an opportunity to share a good message, right? So, I'm um, hopefully uh, the fans have got some value from this. I got value seeing my friend and yep. be able to share some knowledge that people have given me and that I've acquired through the years of me being selfish and. I've learned lessons that you can only learn by, you know, getting your ass beat in another country with yep. no with no fans, right? That, that yep. can be scary, but it's, you know, everyone gets scared. But it's who 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 acts on their instincts once they're scared? Like that that's the champion, yep. and it's within all of us. So, um, you know, step up. Yeah. Damn, I'm talking to myself. No, nah, right? yeah, I'm not. You are you the you are the man, Dwayne. Always been the man, and I I can't thank you again well, thank enough. You. I appreciate you and. Uh, Way longer than I thought you would be here, and I appreciate well, how this. How long is podcast? Uh, about two hours. Okay, cool. Perfect, good. bro. Good. Nice. It's perfect. I awesome. love it, and I'm thank you, and uh, so good to see you. So good to see you as well. You know, it really is. Like you're, yeah. you're a good man, good, you know, good uh, husband and father, and, and businessman and trainer. So like, look at the fruits of your labor. Yeah. You're um, you know, you wouldn't be this successful if you're doing anything shady. So like, yeah, you're, well, you're yeah. A, a product of your labor. Sometimes, sometimes that shady shit comes talking on my shoulder a lot. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, uh, that, that's that's Israel. That's to um, wrestle with God. Like, yeah. Which direction do we go? Um, uh, dude, I'm telling you right now, the devil sometimes looks at me. He's like, I ain't fucking with this guy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah, he's gonna come after you. He's gonna come after yeah, well, you. Oh, there he yeah. does. But anyways, my dog. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, you know what? I forgot to share. We got. I got. We got to do. We got to do one more clip. I got to show you how to share a joint. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. All right. We out, boys and girls. Hey guys. They soft. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell these guys, man. We were men back then. Little bitches now. Rich little bitches. <laughs> Making a lot more money oh, back then, yeah. dude. I'm just, I'm just like, yeah. what? what is going on here? Time to change. It has oh yeah. And I get it. And I and I it's just way different than what um what it was. But yeah. yeah it was good. Wait hey, literally, there was times where this guy would punch me in the cage and I'd be puking up water. And he would still be fucking me up. So I'm like, I'm literally puking in the cage. You know what is so crazy because I've known Dwayne forever. Yeah. Since we were teenagers. I was 15 years old. I know. I dating him. And I never even knew that he would do that until people would come up and be like, you know that time when you were cussing at me and, and we were sparring and, <laughs> and I gave up and you were like, yeah. come on, motherfucker, let's keep going. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. He was the most intense dude I've ever had as uh, a training partner to this day. Like, but th- honestly, that's what I know though, and that's why I like some days like I bring it in, and I and I that's just because what I know it's the way I felt in a way, you know what I mean? Like, it, to me, I would to me the way me and you have trained, like we would drill, hold pads for each other. I mean, there's times where you show up where I was working at L.A. Boxing, you'd be like, "Hey, let's get a session in." To me, that was like so much. Like it was gold to me, 
you know what I mean? Like I was training with Dwayne Ludwig, holding bats for him, and he was holding bats for me. That's what you're supposed to do, right? I mean, take care of your brothers. So. Hey, do you want to others he, as you want done unto you? To me, it, that was the part where I feel like a lot of that's left the game, that fight game. I would say the I, fight game. I would say the fight game is more. So there seems to be about a, a business fighting and like who's gonna get paid. And you're going to take me, 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 yeah. How's it going to benefit me or, you know, this whole social media deal thing now? Like, is it going to benefit me? Yeah. 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 Instead of just me and you helping each other. Yeah. Family. Instead of like a team helping each other out, it's like just me, this, me, that. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think to me is what's been the biggest change of, you know, you know, and and granted, maybe it's because I'm not a part of a big, bigger team anymore. I don't see it as much, but I, 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 I was a part of a bigger team, and I did, and I seen a lot of it. It was just all about me, 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 and how is it going to benefit me? Yeah, well, that's something that everyone should take into consideration. You know, like how does it benefit you? What's going to benefit you as much as you benefit it? Well, I, you know, before people would come and hit me up and ask me to hit hold pads or work with them or how much do I charge, I'm like, listen, motherfucker, I teach a night class mm. at 6 o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Mm. Be there before you start asking me to hold pads for me. I, that's what I would make them do. Mm. And if you show up every day at my class, every class, then I might work with you. Show that you're committed. Show me, show me something. Yeah. Because when I go to hold pads for you and I hold you or tell you to throw something, yeah. my white belt students already know this shit and you're already fighting and you don't know this shit mm-hmm. because you've never been to the class. Mm-hmm. I get You want special treatment? Yeah, I'll yeah. take your money, but no. Mm-hmm. I want commitment from you because if I'm taking away time from my family mm-hmm. to teach you basic white belt shit, mm-hmm. which you could have learned at the time where I had scheduled class, mm-hmm. No, show yeah. up for class. Mm-hmm. That's just that was part of my whole thing. Yeah, but I was, I just maybe it wasn't that I didn't need the money because I would love the money. It was the fact that the principle of the whole thing, like show up for basic class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, and then before I'm doing private lessons with you or holding pads over you. To me, that was just my pet peeve of the, everything. You wanted me to work with you. You wanted me to walk out with you to a fight. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't take any of my classes yeah, because you set boundaries and let them know like what it yeah. takes for you to for to make that. I was happen. like, That's I was good. like, oh, yeah. because you guys want special treatment, you know? No, come to my class, lead, mm-hmm. come and work out. You're a pro. Come and work out with some of these people here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To me, I think that was the best reward to a lot of these kids that would come up and try to work out and want to be an amateur or fighter or whatever. Mm-hmm. To see some of these guys like Justin come in my class and take mm-hmm. classes. Like that, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is crazy!" Yep. I'm I'm working out right next to Justin Gagey. Yep. Yeah, one, it helps your gym. Mm-hmm. Two, it makes your fuller class your your class structure better. And it's uh, what Justin should be doing. Like, it's one of the reasons. It's many many uh, intangibles to become a champion, but that's one of them because it shows that he's grounded and still supporting you and to work on the basics. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, what, basics. One, the one uh, the Sean O'Malley against Ultraman fight. Yep. Was basics. Yeah. Aljamain lost position and O'Malley kept position. Yeah. Just like in jiu-jitsu position before submission. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, they need to they need to earn the right to have that time. It's not just paid for. Yeah. Money, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like um, that to me is, uh, 
one of the, probably the most importantest thing ever. Importantness. Importantness. See, that's what I'm saying. We went too hard. I should should have worn a helmet we when didn't we sparred. Even <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just their ego. They let their ego go. My ego, my ego left the building a lot. Oh yes. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I I feel like egos are the one thing that got to go get checked at the door first. That's where that saying, "Be a warrior in the garden." Is yes, like the best it is. Really is. Like what? It, what like right now? Because I know you have gym rules when you come to your gym, right? And what? It, what is probably your 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 favorite three of the gym? Well, when I was running, it depends on the crowd. If it's the civilians, they can show up when they want. They don't know what their goal is. Their goal is if they just got off work late or traffic was crazy, they can. I'd like for everybody to be on time, and most most of my people are on time. But I'll give you the four rules that I gave that I give the professionals I work with. Show up on time, get better, get tired, take care of your partner. All four of those require accountability. Show up on time, get better, get tired, take care of your partner. And I think those four things I did my whole career. Yep. But don't let him fool you. He's still rough around the edges. I, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. But they'll kiss everything you just said right there. Because you got to look, look at it like this guy that I, I know who you were – and like, but did you, I show up on time? Oh, hundred percent. Was my pursuit to get better? Hundred percent. Tired? Did yes. I take care of people? I'd give them some rough, some tough love, but that's why <laughs> you're one of the number one trainers in the world right now, though. As well, it, it, that's literally, one, I that's one reason why Gaethje is so tough too, as well. So I, I, like, I'm telling you, no, I wouldn't trade anything. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade anything the way you've done. I think I'm, I'm, I'm more efficient with what I do now. But there's still the same passion and drive behind it to extract one's potential. Here's the, here's the thing I will say. I'm I don't my I don't want my claim to fame to be uh, Justin trainer Justin coach. I want my claim to fame to be a great father, right? Yeah. Like so, I feel like I I mean yeah, is it cool to say like I coach Justin or a trainer underneath you and just did all that? Yeah, but I honestly feel like my whole deal is I want to be a better person. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better friend and all these guys. I want to be a, uh, just a better person overall. I want people to like me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want people to realize, oh, man, that guy's a solid dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want that. The principles that it takes to become a good trainer, a good fighter, a good trainer, a good leader – are the same principles that become that are required to become a good father. Yeah, I believe a good, that. Good husband. That they're just underlying the principles that have already been laid out by the Lord. Like we already know what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I feel like you have done more for me in my life than just fighting. Mm-hmm. I was never a guy that held the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a couple small shows. You know, Ring of Fire. You know, we some yeah. bad motherfuckers too. <laughs> yeah, sure. The Ring of Fire was awesome. <laughs> I mean, it was, um, but like. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, how about, uh, like that, but like my, my main thing is like, from what I got in life from like guys like Sean Sims, the guy that's just called in. So I have, I have saw it. I have learned so much more from guys like him, yourself, coach T. Um, and there's many, many other guys that I've learned training partners that I've taken in my own life to 
raise my family now. Mm-hmm. Just the principles of it. And to me, uh, it's priceless. And it just makes me try to be a better person every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. And, like, you know, me seeing what you have right here, mm-hmm. you pulling out. When did this come out? When did this become well, part of Dwayne's life? Raised as a Catholic ever since I was young as a child with my uh-huh. mother. Um, and then uh, have been diving more into Christianity and the Lord and become a better version through the principles that are within those those sheets right there. And, uh, you know, my, my wife has been a good, a huge uh, motivation to continue to go to church and to continue to study the word. And it's not like she's doing something else. We're doing this together. Right. So um, those principles in those, in those sheets are in my soul. You know yeah. I mean? And, um, not to say that I'm the best. I'm the best version of myself, or I'm better than anybody else. But I'm, I'm working, in all honesty, about at an eighty percent RPM to do the best I can in in every area. Um, but yeah, the Lord's always been with me. Um, I think if you flip back through some of the memories of us training and doing things, um, a lot of my accountability came from the guidance of the Lord. I yeah, wouldn't speak about it. I didn't know how then. Yeah, I know what well, to say. Well, I mean, I see you even then. You come in with jeans, little affliction shirt tucked in to the gym, and then you would fold them up, put them on the ring, have your little corner, and you would take your little cross off and kiss it, and you you know you do your thing then. And like you know, that was probably the most I've ever seen you. Like I knew you were spiritual then, and you did it like just like you know, like me, closer. like me. I do I yes do I am I a do, do I believe? Yes, I 100%. That's why we're here. But um, I just see a different version of you, and I feel like, uh, you know, this probably has made you the person who you are now. Of um, I like it. I, 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 I mean, this is what I say. Like, um, you are um, just a wiser person of yourself, and, mm. you know, that kindness. That's the pursuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is literally. Uh, this is an awesome version of Dwayne I've seen now, mm-hmm. but I also say, don't let quite uh, your kindness, uh, your um, kindness, get you fucked up, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's the, what the, I'm the, saying, the, dude. The, the tools are still there. I just know how to keep a sheath. Right. I just know yeah. when to utilize the techniques. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Is like, don't take my kindness for granted yes, because, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's why I said, like, I... Yeah, I still train. I still stay in shape. I'm still, um, you know, working again about 80% of my uh, RPMs and on the pursuit to become a better martial artist and instructor and, and husband and father and a servant of the Lord and, and a friend and, and all these categories and hats that I may carry, every characteristic in life. I'm just... I'm not going to say I'm trying to do my best. I'm doing about 80% of my best. Well, if you're not going to do this, I won't do this, man. I got this. Okay. What the spaceship is this? This is good spaceship. This is called. Door, mama? This is called the spaceship. Uh, you know what's so funny, Dwayne? The first time I went to spaceship with you, I was like, I thought you wanted to go. We were in Seattle. You were working with Alpha Mill at the time. You went to California and started coaching those guys. Mm-hmm. And um, God damn. <laughs> he already has cardio <laughs> issues, and he's smoking. A- I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> I know. We went to a spaceship. So we were in, um, you were working with um, uh, somebody on the USC. I was with Justin Sellis at the time, coach with Trevor Whitman. And uh, 
I haven't seen you for a long time. You were, went to California, and we get we got on the same fight card, and you were like, hey, want to go to Spaceship later? Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go hang out, Dwayne. And uh, it was after the fight, and, you know, you think of Seattle, the Space Needle, you know? And I, that's what I was thinking in my dumbass head. Uh, so me and Sal go knock on your door. Fucking Danny Castillo opens the door. Dude, What's up, him. SA? You know, Danny, Danny, to Danny, this day. One of my favorite guys on the team. I love him. Dude, to this day, this guy will still drop a line on social media to me. And He's just, awesome. what's up, you know? He, he, like, we still um, stay in touch. And <laughs> literally, we, we, we go in, and Dwayne's sitting on the bed and uh, eating, like, Tokyo Joe's. And he's like, I'm full. I'm done. I'm cool. And he had, like, a lot of it left. <clears throat> and there's guys in there that I, you know, kind of knew from, you know, uh, Alpha Male who fought and you are coaching now. And I don't know who fought that night, but Dwayne goes, you ready to go to the spaceship? And obviously Justin Sells already knew what he was talking about, right? What you were talking about, but I'm a fucking rookie when it comes to this. And I go, yeah, let's go. So I'm thinking we're going to leave. Space Needles, what you're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> see, now we guys we're talking about. One body, Luke, not to shoot the double leg. <laughs> I don't see that. That's what I'm saying. I, I needed more work. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this story, and then I got to tell and one more story of you cornering me. <laughs> okay, don't let me forget that window, because this is fucking priceless. Uh <laughs> So we go, he's like, all right, so everybody go in the bathroom. Everybody's walking in, like, single file in the bathroom. So I, I'm just going along. I'm, I'm like, fuck, I don't know, maybe I know, you know somebody, I don't know. And they just fucking, Danny Castillo rolls out this big-ass blunt, dude. Like, it was, <clears throat> it was big. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, I guess we're going to do this. <laughs> right? Which I was down, right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> and, uh Put the towel underneath the door. Put the water on. I'm on the bathtub. <laughs> it's hitting everybody, and it comes to me. <laughs> it's pretty much just like this. <laughs> it's pretty much just like this, and I fucking hit it, and I hit it hard, and I fucking coughing, and I start puking right in the bathtub, dude. And everybody's like, "Damn, who brought this yeah, fucking who dude? this guy? Damn, like, Dwayne, that's my dog. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> and Danny Castillo this day, he's like, dude, you remember when you hit that shit too hard? He made you puke. <laughs> and I was like, damn, forget about that, right? So, yeah, we we go in there. We hit it, and I'm fucking ready to pass out. And this fucking guy, he gets Indian style on the bed, eats his Tokyo Joe, and he's throwing his rice every single one by one in his mouth. Nom, 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 nom. I go back to the hotel room with Celis and Trevor, and and so we're all three in the in the room together, right? And, Sel- and Trevor's in there, <coughs> and Justin goes, "What'd you guys do?" Oh, Luke's fucked up, Trevor. <coughs> I'm laying on the bed, right? Just I'm like, I'm cool, I'm cool, and I'm high as fuck, right? <laughs> and I just start laughing, just laughing. <laughs> you know how Trevor is, because I'm sleeping right next to him. <coughs> this is before we had like rooms uh-huh. to ourselves. Now we're like sitting, sleeping right next to each other, and I'm just giggling. Salas pulls out his phone. And his deputy dog, <laughs> the cartoon, you remember the dog oh, cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, this is you right now. Oh, that's hilarious. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. But, so, 
I gotta tell everybody this because this is no bullshit. This happened in Ring of Fire fight. I'm literally uh, fighting. Uh, th- I think this was the fight to see if I was going to UFC. I was fighting Dennis Davis yes, from Davis. Uh, Extreme Couture's and first Bank Center. Yep, first Bank Center and uh, Dwayne's corner me and I'm fucking not listening. <laughs> I'm piecing this dude up, just <laughs> fucking piecing him right. Uh, and I'm obviously killing him with one, too, because <laughs> it's working, right? And we get the bell rings. <clears throat> he goes, and I'm fucking just kind of like trying to get my win back, whatever. He goes, <clears throat> are you going to quit? Throw- are you going to throw more than one, too, motherfucker? And, I, and I'm and i just kind of like, blah, blah, blah. And bam, I get fucking smoked right in the fucking cage. <laughs> just bitch slapped right across the <laughs> And he and I fucking stood up like I used like my old like I stood up straight. I looked way square. That my eyes are watering shit in the middle of a fight. <laughs> and he goes, "Are you throw more than one too?" And I was like scared to answer that question because I didn't know if it was a tour question or not. Okay, I said, "As I give you advice, this is what I do to make sure that they they understand it." Just like the kids today, uh, I'll give a piece of advice and I'll say, "Okay," to confirm that you heard it and you know what you're supposed to do. Then I'll ask. Okay, what are you gonna do? And I asked you, what are you gonna do? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I said. I, 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 question? I didn't even look at it. He just smoked me across the uh, in between rounds. I'm already getting fucked up in the fight. And my, my own teammates is killing me in my face. So he smoked me in my face. Slapped me. I should say, he just bitched me, slapped me. And I looked at him and I said, yes. <laughs> now go out there and win this fight. Yeah. And, I, and I did. I got the UFC, right? But. I will say this. I will say this. Nobody nobody ever got me more motivated than this motherfucker right here. So I got to say thank you. Yeah, thank you. Man, I just I just honestly, um, I can't thank you enough for what you did to me, just let alone I know I don't have enough to show for me in my career, but um, I literally have to say, man, you are – one of the ones that always put time in with me, shared advice, fucking hung out with me. All those times we ate at Brother's Barbecue, I'll never forget. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Like all, all those times that we had, I will never take for granted oh. because, man, it's it was something special to me. And then like that, even now, it's still having you at my house right now doing the podcast. It, meant, it means the world to oh, me. Oh, you're awesome. Thank yeah. you for having me on. I mean, honestly, it's cool, man. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know where um, I'll, I'll see you again. Hopefully, sooner than later. It wasn't too bad of a driver, right? Because we're all, we're gonna I, move up here a couple I, years ago. I know. Could you places. imagine that? <laughs> that would have been a good podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have our own shit. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, where, where, where do you? What do you? Uh, I mean, what's uh, the school looking like now for you? Uh, the uh, school is uh, very smooth. We got some good uh, SOP systems, uh, standard operational procedures, so ways to. Is that what SOP things. stands yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. Damn, you, so, you sophisticated yeah, now, dog. I, I didn't create it. I was, Damn, I was you sophisticated it. ass, but, dude. Um, we have some, but we have good systems in place and also have a great staff. We have good people um, that do what they're supposed to do, and they don't do it because they're supposed to. They do it because they want to. It's a genuine, even though they get paid to be there, they would be there without being paid because everyone that's been there love it. Is, was a student first. I, I hire from within, <coughs> and... And it's not, I guess, you know, technically I'm hiring them, I'm the boss and employer and stuff, but 
we're we're a team, we're a family, we're all dedicated to sharing martial arts, and that's to you know to help out, give back, uplift, and inspire, and uh, help people become a better version of themselves. And it's it's running it smooth, you know. I am um, again. I have it would be <clears throat> it would be a disrespect to 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 Contra Nanomia, uh, to James Tigret, to Clarence Thatch, uh, Sensei Masruton, Trevor Women, all the coaches that have invested into me over the years. It would be a disrespect for me not to continue and teach and share what they've shared with me. So I can, like, if I'm done fighting, it would be a disrespect for me to go back and be an electrician or anything else <clears throat> other than continuing to share. And <clears throat> with the guiding principles of a lot of existing businesses right now, they've helped me facilitate my 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 dojo to make sure that I have an opportunity for people to make a living doing what they love, teaching martial arts and just being a martial artist. And who doesn't want to get paid to be a Ninja Turtle? Right. Like, really, you know, I mean, realistic. get to be, you know, kids, healthy kids that are helping people become better versions of themselves. Like, yeah. and do unto others as you want done unto you. Like, that's the golden rule. Right, so. Well, I will say this, But it's man. smooth. But yeah. one more thing. So I got the affiliate business as well. So I, so it, it, was I a good fighter? Uh, you know, yes, you were. Yes, you know, uh, good, uh, you know, instructor, good trainer. Now, if I can produce the fruits of my labor and help people become better, you know, the best version of themselves, how, can I teach other people to do that now? Like, that's the next layer of my journey yep. is I was a good fighter, good trainer, good instructor. But can I teach <coughs> other people to become good instructors as well? I'm thankfully blessed to be able to have the affiliate business where I teach other coaches what to teach, how to teach to help people become better. And that's so, everywhere. It's, yeah, it's been awesome. You know, like it's. it's I it's see it badass. everywhere, bro. I love it. Like it's because it took a long time to figure out like how to train and then what to train. You know, and it's 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 again in the curriculum. In the curriculum, I put all it's all laid out, and I, I he wrote really organized. And there's layers to life. You know, mm-hmm. we get a permit before we get a driver's license. It's just like there's layers to life. First like grade, second grade, third grade. I I've been able to map out and tag and title steps of the journey to help someone become better. Like if you're going to take <coughs> a, a human. Well, you know this. What would, what would be the first thing you would teach someone in, like, if their journey is to become a martial artist, what's the first thing that they should know? Man, to stance. Stance. Yeah, well, in order for them to have the stance, what's the precursor? Balance. Mm. And learn to shift their weight, right? And yeah. then they could be stationary and then learn the basic punches, straight punches first, and then hooks and uppercuts, and then add movement, and then try to tie that movement with the strikes. Like, there's layers to help someone become better. And although there's certain people out there that are gifted natural athletes, Gaethje, TJ, Sensei Boss. Um, now it's the, the instructor's Luke. job to see what see what they're good at, <laughs> see what they're good at, and water it. Right? Proverbs twenty two six: Train up a child according to his ways. Yeah. So you know, you just it's nothing's new. It's all in the Bible. Like, it, it's, it's been around. Like King Solomon wrote that. It's in Proverbs three thousand years ago, and it's true to this day. Like, you know what the heck? So um, you just rehatching the old the old underlying principles with today's modern society and our path specifically martial arts and guidance and right, and, right. The, and the spiritual journey that comes along um sorry you were going to say something i interrupted yeah no i was just cause talking about your school like it's yeah. it's one of the i love it one one of the i i mean i don't want to sound biased because i i've trained underneath you i was a training partner of yours and done everything and i feel like what i the way i know fighting is because of you you know what I mean? It is honestly the way I, I, I really do. And, and I learned a lot from the structure of like uh, the, the Contro would run his class. And Contro, uh, I'm referring to Contro Nomia. When I used to train with him, it was Ashahar Karate. Now it's Inshin Karate. But that's where Sensei Clarence Thatcher earned his black belt as well. Um, I didn't earn my black belt from, from, from Contro, but uh, 
that was my first martial art instructor. And what's really cool now is his son, Jota, trains with me, and he does. He can be really? Anyway. Yeah, so it's still full circle. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, and he's ninja too. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm blessed to still be able to uh, teach and share martial arts, but it's something that I knew I was going to do when I was a child. I didn't you know, watch a video or read a book. Like, oh, I should do this now. I'm yeah. motivated because I listen to Tony Robbins or – or Zig Ziglar or something. Yeah. You know, like they're obviously great people to listen to, but it's just something that I felt from within my soul that I was destined to be a fighter and then a martial artist and have my own school. That's it's so it's, it's fun. I, I, I mean, like I honestly, I mean, I'm supposed to be doing this. I honestly, when we were fighting, I said, when we get done fighting, I knew you were going to be a coach. I knew it. Yep. I knew you were going to be. Uh, I know too much not to teach. Yeah. Right? Like. I mean, that's that's why I I will honestly say this: like you were the best at what you do, and now you're becoming the best instructor that you, you what you could do or what you are. Yeah, thank you, sir. So I honestly like it. Uh, that's one thing I wanted to touch on. With the school is like, so it doesn't necessarily have to be. I don't have to be in Colorado. Oh no, that we have affiliates all over the world, Australia. Not one in Japan yet, but um, uh, and we have one in Brazil, but mostly here in North America, specifically America. Um, but yeah, just, I teach other instructors what to teach, how to teach. As long as they have the, the basics down and they have the, you know, I, I teach them what to teach. Online? Like I, I, on, <clears throat> online. We have all the videos. We have, you know, millions <clears throat> of videos. Like, well, in all honesty, we have over 5,000 weekly curriculum videos of teaching you what to teach and meet the student at their level, build them up. And it's all been layered and leveled out and tagged and titled just, but it's, it's the existing business model of karate with the, with the belts and yep. what belt, what do you need to know? Yep. Well, I just took that same concept, but what you need to know for actual real-life self-defense and or the cage fighting. Yep. You have know, trained in a safe and effective manner because as an instructor, you have the same goals in line as to help your student become better and without injury to be able to walk out of the school and the dojo that the same way they walked in, hopefully just a bit better, but without injury. Because if it's Gaethje fighting for the title, you want the same thing for him to become better and stay yep. healthy and happy. So. Period, and I've, I've mapped that out. Like, this is what I do. Yeah, no, and you got it down to a... To a science. Of the yeah, science. that's what I was going to say. But that's what, that was, your, like, your your philosophy. I felt like every time you would show me something or why we kick like this or why we punch like this, this is why. Mm-hmm. And, it, and to me, it was that. like, yeah, for me, that was the way I needed to be taught. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, hands-on and you showing me. Mm-hmm. That's why I say, like... You always had a a, um, a reason why we did this. Your why was simple because you mm-hmm. showed it right away. Mm-hmm. And um, I just I, I I'm telling you guys this right now. If you're looking to start a school, stand up school, um, and you 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 think you're a bad motherfucker on your feet, you you might be. You well, know, I, you, I, can, you, I, can, I can help. You, you. will definitely help. sharpen up and yeah. teach you. He will definitely teach you something new. And I promise you this. You will learn shit real fast, simple, mm-hmm. and he breaks it down to you. To uh, I mean, listen, you're you're talking to a guy that took third grade twice. <laughs> <laughs> I you're the way you taught me was how I am today, and like um, structured and organized. It, it is so good, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. It thank really you. is. And um, I, I just like I said, man, I can't thank thank you enough for being the person who you are, the coach you were to me, the the friend you were to me, and the. the the teammate, honestly, that. that's why I say, like, to me, everybody's like, like man, when you fought, who were you training? But uh, to me, honestly, Dwayne, you were the first person that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's, you know, you you go down the line and you say, like, oh man, we had like guys like GSP in the in the gym, uh, Rashad coming in, mm-hmm. but there was nobody to me 
<laughs> like Dwayne Ludwig, dog. I appreciate that. I, it is. To me, I, I, I just don't, I feel like the only thing that I'm, I want more for you than probably yourself, I really, I mean, I mean this. Mm. I want you to be in the Hall of Fame and I want to mm. be there. Mm. Oh, cool. I, I promise you, I, 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 I really feel like. The UFC Hall of Fame, right? UFC Hall of Fame, man. Oh, I wonder why I would be in there, I guess, one of the best coaches. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure out like, what categories do they have and where can it fit in? I mean, you're a pioneer for one. Mm. Yeah, the pioneer one. They just let Jens Pulver in. But he was the lightweight champion. He was champion. the first lightweight champion. Yes, I get that. Yeah, and so I trained, with, I trained with that guy, yeah, right? Awesome. Yeah. You were a guy that actually fought Jens Pulver. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen anything in a fight like that. Make well, See that? See that? It's funny you say that because, well, thank you. Um but that's that was another open stance scenario where he was southpaw and I was orthodox and I'm and I'm sorry I jumped ahead but you said I think you were saying you never seen anything like that as far as being able to dismantle him and beat him that way so easily hundred percent okay yeah so thank you for that but you know I I would like to take credit but again it goes back to having open stance and certain patterns and and he throws his rear hand so you just have to get outside of his rear hand and then once he throws power it takes longer to throw power so as soon as his punch goes by you launch your punch like it it's like I knew I was gonna win that fight like it's because it's like like two plus two is four. Like you add those up, that's what happened. So I knew if I didn't get hit from that shot, I could hit him. I just didn't have to get hit. So I guess that was the scary yeah. part. But I didn't care. Like that's not what you focus on. You focus yeah. on what you're supposed to do, and you're supposed to let that punch miss, and you hit him. So yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I, I nerd out on that stuff because like, oh. there's patterns in life. Because again, like, just like that's how Usman got caught. Yep. Open stance cross kick. Yep. That's how Gaethje knocked out. You know, Poirier. Same way. Cross kick. Right. Mine was very similar because I let his punch go by. He 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 missed his punch and lined up right to my my right hand, power to power. So anyway, there's just patterns <clears> of the human body when you move certain ways, certain things happen, and <clears> you can capitalize on those moments. And that's what I feel I'm good at. You no, know, you you did, and not only that, but you put him down. Mm-hmm. But you made a guy want to run, yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he hit behind the right Like honestly, I'm like I said, like the way you you flawlessly made yeah. him just hit the ground, the canvas right there. To, um, you know, making him try to get off the cage or the ring, yeah, boxer ring. But it, it was not just guys. I'm just I, I got to take this moment here just to hype this guy up. I have no idea who this guy is. Like Google, get on YouTube. Dwayne I've got Ludwig. some good fights. I got some good. I've got I've gotten beat up before though as well. Right? We, but the, hey, they're all left. Some of the best. Some yeah. of the best. Have, yeah, you know I what definitely I mean? have. I've my uh, you know I feel uh, this is I, I, I ponder this. Every, every, every quite often. So up to my world title, Mike, I had, you know, loss, you know, win, 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 maybe loss, win, 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 maybe loss. Like, I was focused. Once I won my second world title, my motivation just changed because I, I became the champ that I've always thought I was going to become. And then I was like, okay, now what do I fight for? And I was like, okay, how much are they paying me? And so I when it changes. Hard, it changed, right? And then I was like, well, it was hard for me to stay motivated for money because it was such a true and genuine passion initially. Then it changed my motivation, but now I have you know, a wife and yeah, a kid yeah, and yeah. mortgage and things change. So, um, goes back to what you were saying. You wanted to become a UFC fighter, yep. And then once you did, like what what happened psychologically? Yeah, I went home to a barbecue. You just you were I quit. I quit. I had no wasn't drive. Motivated, yeah. You yeah, I wasn't drive. Too low. When they cut me, even then, uh, then. I went to fight overseas, international fights, and my drive wasn't Same even there. Drive, yeah. It was I was doing it just for money, just to pay to continue to say I was a fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and uh, all the wrong reasons. You know, 
one of my reasons was to become a world champion. And once I won that, my, my motivation dropped heavily. Um, so my advice for uh, maybe any fighters listening, don't set your bar so low. Mm-hmm. Don't s- try to become a UFC fighter. Become the UFC champion that's consecutively defending his belt 10, 15 times. Yep. Set the bar that high. Yeah. Being not just the champion, but the best pound for pound. Because now you have a goal that's you know limitless, and that'll mm-hmm. keep you focused, driven, and hungry. Yeah, no, it's true because I'm telling you, even a kid, like a guy like yourself, guy like me, Dwayne, I probably should be working on the railroad, never left my house, but I took a chance and I did it. And, dude, I, I have the best fucking life. Mm, you're blessed. I have the sure. best life, man. Like, I, I, every day I count my blessings because yeah, nice. <clears throat> everybody has to get up and do all kinds of different shit. Even I have responsibilities, but... My responsibilities are so much funner to do because I enjoy nice. what I do. Yeah, enjoy the journey, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, shit, today I get to fucking have a podcast with Dwayne Lovely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to where where my life has has gotten me, mm. I, I I don't know. You you would know more than me. You're blessed, um, sir. Yeah, You're you blessed. know what I mean? Like, um, you have, we know, uh, ooh, what is it? Is it, is it Luke? Hold on, let me go. Oh, this go. Comes up. oh, actually, I have the pen to it. Luke, uh, I thought it was 22, uh, four, what is twenty two forty six. Let me see this real quick. But see, what happens at the, is in Spider-Man, with great powers comes great responsibility. Yep. You ever heard that line? Yep. That's from the Bible. The Bible version is, for unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall much required oh yeah. it's like all these sayings you hear they're yeah. from the bible um i just i just i find that to be fascinating but well, obviously like, where else is it going to come from right but it just doesn't give enough credit um or people are scared to talk about it oh yeah not, and maybe they just don't know how you know yeah. either right so like i sprinkle these in my classes because they're real messages again proverbs 27 17 iron sharpens iron but also iron can break iron so work up to your, your threshold of growth um if you two are competing well, throw back, give some counters, but don't hurt each other, but let them yeah. know, but keep them accountable. If it's an earlier day one student, not day one, but earlier student, like no counters, just nice light, no yeah. movement, just get the balance down. So um, there's the iron sharp iron aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah, you hear, uh, I come across all the, you know, a lot of things in the world and like, oh, where'd you hear that from? Like, like uh, Abraham Lincoln is quoted for a, a house divided, cannot stand. Yep. That's from the Bible, right? Yep. So I'm um, just... I just find that interesting. You come across these things uh, later in life. I'm like, oh, that's where it's from, but no one ever told you. So um, you need I'm, to share the gospel. I know. I, I, I can't let this go, though. You you just said, man, I'm trying to think categories of why I would be in the UFC. You fought in the UFC, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. You you literally had. Oh, the fastest knockout? Fastest knockout. Oh, yeah, for 13 years, but who's counting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like literally, and and, and uh, well, that was another thing, right? Like people drop their jab. You know, you, I, I was attack, retreat, intercept. <laughs> lazy jab, you know, right? Lazy jab, but also parried it down. But like that's another example. It's yep. like there's these patterns, and when you when people overextend and their arm is all the way out, it's gonna drop and and, and and teeter back. And if you don't know that, you can be capitalized. And he was capitalized. And but I did that by uh, attack by drop. Why well, didn't attack? I, I just drew him in. I, uh, um, uh, uh, retreat and intercept so i was able to pull him in my step i wasn't moving backwards because he was stepping forward he was stepping forward because i was going backwards i was pulling him in and timing his steps. what so, was it 13 seconds 12 uh, seconds four seconds the clock the clock said four seconds the athletic commission said 11 ufc says 6.6 6, i think and then masvidal 
you know, right with the running knock. Yeah, yeah, and, which is awesome. Credit to him, but I still have the fastest knockout in UFC history via a punch. Oof, so us, us means to push into a door. We all have these internal battles, and that's what Israel means is to struggle with God or wrestle with God. And who doesn't struggle and, and wrestle to get out of bed or to do the things that you need to be doing, right? Like even I do. Yeah. Um, I, I feel it seems to be somewhat easier for me to do things than what other people say their life is like for whatever reason. I have goals, I have motivation, I have purpose and, and desire. And maybe that, that obviously helps me, but um, those things are just important to keep people in line and, and us as a direct relation. Because for me personally, you, know, you need to separate your your family and, and your business and your religion. But, you know, obviously religion is part of my family and what I do in my real life. Like, I don't try to be a martial art instructor. I am. And also who I am is, is, is a soldier of God and a husband and a father and a friend. So all these things intermingle to me. So us is to stay on the path, keep pushing, keep enduring. Yeah. And stay on the path, become the best version of yourself to help out, give back, uplift, and inspire. Like, who wants to be around a bunch of lazy motherfuckers? Like, nobody does. But who wants to be around people who are doing the right thing and pushing you and motivating you but sometimes like you don't want to do that you want to relax yeah. and chill it's so, like oh, there's yeah. times for that too right yeah but don't do it too much because we got shit to do yeah so it's just like spaceship like, time is only at night time for me no space, spaceships right now <laughs> wake up ninja, like so we got stuff to do so you know it just it helps keep me accountable to be a martial artist and to be us and like those things tying together because my martial arts my spirituality and my life like to me they're all one but i have to be careful and separate them but all these lessons they're all tied together and um and it's nice to hear stories of the past that people tell me and reminding me of how much they thank me. No one's ever said, you know what? I want to tell you, you, you fucking hate you. You used to beat my ass. Yeah. That's never the story. Yeah. The story is always like, you know, I want to thank you for beating my ass or for pushing me and guiding me along. So like, it's nice to, to not, I don't hear it often, but when I come across the people I used to train with when I was training, that's the same story. And yeah. it makes me feel good to like, no, I like, Maybe we should train you fucking pussy. Like, yeah, it's never yeah. that. It's like, thank you. Like I learned. I mean, I could say that too in a nice way, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to catch those hands <laughs> no, here. No hands. No hands to be caught. Uh, so um, I, I, I got. I got to share a flow though, right? You asked yeah, me about yeah, my flows. I did. I'm trying to figure and see which flow. So this is. So you, if you guys don't follow him on on the IG, sometimes oh. he, you know, he does a lot of fucking uh, <laughs> in, instructional stuff, just about his kids, family. He's a good person overall, but uh, recently. Uh, we got Mr. Buster Rhymes up in this bitch now. <laughs> Just sharing things. I had no idea. Yeah. I and didn't either. I messaged Trevor and I said, when the fuck did Dwayne <laughs> stop doing it? He, he doesn't have to... social media. He's like, what oh, are you okay, talking we, about? Yeah. I literally had to show him the next oh, day. He was like, oh my God, yeah. that's Dwayne. Dude, I love T. He's always supporting yeah. things. But so, it's just uh, some martial arts and spirit you and flow, just, right? Uh, you know, with you, the one with you and your son. Oh, the boss? Yeah. Uh, was probably one of the best ones. I was like, damn, oh. this guy has skills to pay the bills. <laughs> like, literally, I was, like, blown away on just just the message you sent. Oh, which one? Well, I, it's just, like, it's stuff that I'm, and it's, it's a way for me to, to share uh, lessons, and I'm talking to myself when I do these things, right? I'm not trying to preach, I'm like, this is what you guys should be doing. I'm making these videos and stuff to help keep me accountable and to stay creative and, and to, you know, just to keep creative and just get these things out of my soul because they come to me and, you know, what do I do with them? Yeah. So hopefully they're positive messages to, to share they with are. Um, I forgot which one was with the boss. Um, I, I can't. Uh, let's see. Lord Jesus, please help guide my thoughts, guide my speech, guide my deeds. Allow me to do amazing things. Reach out a hand and help someone achieve their dreams. If it's what feels right, so it seems. Helping them tap into their potential. Daily training in the arts is good for the mental. And after all, taking care of the body is essential because for the Holy Spirit, well, that's his temple. But can life really be that simple as we strive to be valiant men readying our hands for war? It's the qualities that it takes to achieve such status that are worth so much more. 
But I'm really trying to share a message that people can feel in the core. The same way TJ felt when he won his first belt. That's why when I prayed last night, I knelt down to the floor, dear Lord. Please help me sharpen the family sword and become a better service. I'm pouring out my heart right now. I am a little bit nervous. That I strive to become a better version of oneself mentally, spiritually, and physically in a positive manner with good character. Please, dear Lord, help me push through and endure all types of weather. Please help me become just a little bit better. For you, the world, and my baby girl. Whoever since she's been born, she's been my world. I want her to stand up tall and proud and sing from the bottom of her belly, also very loud. And bring her and let herself be heard, but not follow the path of the typical herd, but to bring her beautiful voice to life, like when God breathed our nostrils the breath of life. Because we've all been given a gift, and it's up to us to bring it to light. And but that's a quest of life. And it won't be easy, but that's a quest of life, is to stay in the fight. Hopefully, it's weird to hear myself right through this, but yeah, I'm trying to like I say say it and then I hear it and it's like a half second, so it's it's a little tricky. That's so crazy. You can just spit that game like that. Uh, There, there, and I, I, I know that one. Like that one, I've, I've, you know, I don't know if you create it or they come to you, whatever. But I've said that one before, so I, I memorize it. You know, in my soul, not my, not my brain, right? It's wherever in in your gut, which is where the combinations and flow needs to come from. Because if you think it takes too long. So you have to just be in the moment in free flow, and that comes like the muscle memory into like what Bruce Lee says to flow like water. Yeah, that's assuming someone's already balanced and has cardio and the game plan and knows what to do. Not here, you know, in their brain, but in their soul. Because you have to. So that means that goes back to the that ties into the ten thousand hours or ten thousand reps. Yeah, which leads to mastery. But that's assuming that you're training it correctly. Now, what's correctly? Well, correctly is versed off your your natural skill set, which again ties into Proverbs twenty two six: train up a child according to his ways. So all these things just tie together for me, right? So, um, you know, you're gonna be, you're gonna be able to have flow state like what Bruce Lee talks about, assuming that you drilled the proper things with proper mind state for your personal style in relation to your potential opponent. Like, so you do the math, you hatch those that spider web up, right? And you know what you want to yeah, do. But then, but then again, like of, of what what's, what you're good at, but also again, certain people react certain ways. Again, like Poirier dipping to the rear hip. Yeah. Uh, Jens Pover, you know, overreaching. Like, it, like these are the same scenarios, that, and you can tie those scenarios in what you're good at. And uh, there's the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, those are pieces. But <clears throat> what you did to Tony Franklin? Oh. <laughs> oh, that was a fun one. That was fun, dude. That, that was, was a, fun. Like, so I know Tony personally too, oh, right? Cool. And tell him I said hi. No, I just, I, I just, you. I know it's just so crazy. I feel bad like, sharing the highlights, but they're so nice. They're like, bro, clean. bro. If you know, if you if you're in the fight game, you're in the fight game, right? And you know, but the way you pieced him up, mm. it yeah, reminded me like days like when me you would spar in the cage, <laughs> and I would be like, I told you, I told you, Dwayne, I told you. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember this one time. I swear to God, it's just just because I see all this, like like when I see your face, man, like I, I all these. Highlights come to my 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 brain, and it's so funny because it's fun for me right now. I'm living the past right now, and uh, just there was there was a scene in uh, Rush Hour. Is like, which one of y'all <laughs> kick me? <laughs> I was oh, like, funny. I blocked everything, every punch he threw at me, and then the kick followed right behind it, and I was like. What the fuck just happened? And I just was like, "This is what I why I'm around you yeah. because." What was the kick hard? That try to knock you out? I mean, I've never been knocked out in my life until <laughs> I started working out doing low. <laughs> no, 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 no. You always pull you. kick. Okay. Yeah, you would always pull kick. You were good, man. Like you were. Like that's why I said you were a great training partner because you always had that that push, that, that reality check, to saying, "Hey, motherfucker." <laughs> 
Look at this Poindexter-looking white boy fucking beating my ass, bro. I can't. I I got a tattoo. Come on, let's go. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm from the hood. You know? <laughs> and look at oh, you, dog, funny. just beating everybody's oh, ass, bro. There was times I just would watch you, and I could not believe like I was amongst those greatness. I don't know, man. I I just literally, I ain't sucking your dick, but goddamn no, it, I I really man. do, man. Um, I wish we had all the phones that they have now, right? Oh, like, dude, we'd be fucking. We'd, we'd be like Jake Paul and shit like that. <laughs> oh man, we'd be. That's the difference. Yeah, like who came. There was. I a, know and there'd be like a new person. This would be fucked up though. Like so, like a new person would come from out of town, and they'd be you know already a <laughs> successful fighter or whatever, and everybody would stop and just watch me beat them up. Uh, everyone, then, yeah, but I had to do that though too for because my he was people. our he was our leader, bro. Like <laughs> literally, he was a gang and. He was our leader, he, <laughs> and orange and white was our colors, bro. <laughs> Whether you liked it or not, that was our our, our call sign, and we were just. We, it was what you had. What you had. If you were still fighting, and if you if we had the social media back then, you were the Diaz brothers in one. I swear to God, you had both. You were the Diaz brothers in one, and you had. All these minions, us, <laughs> which became all right. I mean, you got to realize it was guys like, look at Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy did great. Leonard yeah. Garcia. Leonard Garcia, Elliot Marshall. Elliot. Yeah, Sean Sims. Sims, got it. Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin. Brendan. Nate Marcourt. Nate. Yeah. Nate we had just guys like GSP, mm-hmm. Rashad Evans. Uh, Keith Jardine. Keith Jardine. Uh, all the guys from New Mexico. Jones. John Jones, uh, John well, Jones well, he would well, come. He, he would came come a few up, times. Yeah, I never actually trained with him, but yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, oh, well, that's when you gave him to me, and I had to fucking put him in his place. Remember that time? <laughs> You're like, take care of him. He was young, and I was like, ah, I got to go. Did you ever spar with John Jones? No, fuck oh, okay. no. But Shane Carwin, I did. Okay, yeah. Fuck. Oh, okay. Hold on. So Shane, Shane, Shane Carwin. For those of you who don't know. He had the biggest hands in UFC history. Brock Lesnar would wear a four X size glove. <laughs> Shane, they had to custom make him gloves that they had to label 5X. Yep. So that's how his hands were literally like like lunchboxes. He was incredible. He had to get special made headgear because yep. his big old head. And um, so when I would spar people my weight or lower, I would always take care of them. But bigger people, I would swing on because then I felt like it was okay because they were yeah. trying to hit me. So like, okay, I'm going to go. And I was sparring with Shane one time. And, I, and I'm, I'm assuming I'm not too, whatever, but I did pretty good, but we were on different levels. I've been striking since I was eight years old and, at the time, he was striking for probably a couple of years, but and he's awesome. He would take control. He wouldn't try to swing, uh, you know, full power. Maybe he was, and I was slipping and moving it possibly right in. But um, <laughs> he was slipping right in. Sparring, after sparring one time, he came over to me and he was pissed. And he looks at me and goes, "I can feel your knuckles, right?" And I was like, "I don't know if that was a compliment or like like trying to like accuse me of cheating or like what the fuck." So I was like, well, thank you. But he was always cool. But that, that no, he guy. really is a cool one. Yeah, I can feel you. Uh, no, he doing was mad about it. Listen, you would have knee pads on, shin guards, and I would be like, fucking, what? Are, is that shit even regulation with those volleyball knee pads or oh. what? What the fuck? Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> you literally just felt different. You, you, you knew where to hit or mm-hmm. how to hit multiple. You knew how to place everything. And mm-hmm. I just, I just, here's the thing, man. Guys, check them out on the YouTube mm-hmm. Twain Ludwig, uh, what's your website for the schools and everything? Uh, LudwigMartialArts.com. Uh, I think BangMuayThai.com. We still Bang have Muay Thai, well. yep. Um, yeah, social media is BangMuayThai, I think, as well. Um, but it, in all honesty, so it's Boss Root and Inspired, BangMuayThai, because he's the one that 
showed me how to t- how to how to train like the R- the RPM yep. and the intensity. But he's the first one to chunk combinations together, like custom auto. One is the jab, two is the cross, three is the hook, and so on. So each each punch had a number. Sensei Boss is the one that would combine and chunk things. So two to Sensei Boss is jab cross, three is jab cross hook. Four, jab cross hook cross so again he took the combinations and gave them one syllable name as well so that's always good one two three four five six seven eight nine they're the one syllable and the less we have to talk the more we can communicate when you're on the pads uh you know from distance sparring or in the cage you we have a, a vocabulary now yeah. right so we again he's going to show me how to chunk combinations and i put that into the system and just continue on that legacy with the tj combo the cross kick which is what we call what gaethje knocked out prey with the cross kick um, but uh, just checking all these things together, but I got that from Sensei Boss. So when I say Bang Muay Thai this, Bang Muay Thai that, it's Boss Root and Inspired, Bang Muay Thai. I have to give credit where it is due. Um, and he's, he's the one that taught me what intensity, the psychological aspect, and then again, to chunk things together, and then that's what led to the system. Dude, it's a phenomenal system. And yeah, if it you, is. It's the best it I really is. I will, I will say this. There's a lot of great coaches out there in the MMA game, um, kickboxing game. But there's only one Dwayne Logan. This is true. And let me talk about the spaceship. So I didn't, when I was training, I was straight edge. Like there was no, no yep. spaceship. I didn't, no drink. I don't drink. But um, like I do spaceship it was after I was done fighting. Spaceship in meaning uh, marijuana. Yes. Um, thank you. So um, yeah, I, I don't want to recommend it for fighters. I want someone to watch us. Like, oh, he smokes weed and, and he trains martial arts. I want to do that too and still try to fight to each its own. But when I was training, I was committed 100% as eight clean you know, good, healthy water and, and food and was just committed to my path. So I didn't, I didn't fuck around and party and do any of this. None of that. So, yeah, you were, so. that was one thing I will say about you mm-hmm. to a T you, when you was time mm-hmm. and like, there was a time where I wish you went to spaceship when you were cornering me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, I love it. You know, obviously this the, 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 the health aspects, but also to help the, the creative flow. No, like yeah. Shut the brain off and to, to be able to speak from the soul, which is, which is nice as well. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, is is it just me? Yeah. Or is our Lord Jesus depicted in a white karate gi with a purple sash representing his supreme royalty? Now that's the man who I truly aim to be. Kind, loving, righteous, meek as meek as he can be. He gave himself upon the cross for both you and me, allowing himself to be crucified, all the while having 72,000 angels with their swords drawn and by their side, getting ready to wipe this planet out of existence. But he chose to stand on the cross when he could easily walked off. And that takes true love, loyalty, and persistence. Unlike most humans, for instance, have you ever had a moment in your life where you had to think twice, wait, is this the right thing to do, or am I just trying to make a buck or two? <laughs> Selling out your friends, your family, and maybe even God? That's when you got to learn to slow down and relax, breathe, and see through the fog. And pay attention to the messages that are coming from the inside your soul, because that's the Holy Ghost, and he's telling you to relax and breathe, but to believe and to let it go. Because if you want to achieve, you must truly believe. The same belief that's in mustard seed grows to be a great big tree. Or is it a bush? Either way, try not to rush, because life is but a vapor. You must learn to savor every moment and own it. Not worry about your opponent. Throw it like you know it. Put your goal so far out that you have to grow into it. But until then, just be about your business. And this is about say, hey, little boss sauce, can I get a witness? He would say, hi. Um, and I'm going to tell you things we're not going to agree. Oh, but until then, just be about your business. And then I uh, see, uh, and I'm going to tell you things we're not going to agree. And you might even hate me, but we don't have to agree, because we don't agree, we enrich. That's why I'm going to tell you right now, if it feels right, go ahead and punch when you switch. And start utilizing the power that you generate from within your hips. Because you got to learn to separate, investigate, participate, articulate, and delegate. Not worry about what's on the other man's plate. And I'm not trying to initiate a debate, but I think you should get started before it gets too late. 
It's this big, and then I say, it's a big pond, little pond, coming at your rock from South Pond. We're not going to give you time to thaw. Ah, so that's my flow of the <laughs> yeah, boss house. I, I remember that. that. I think I did yeah. remember that, yeah. So while I'm talking, that came to me, so I had to get yeah. it out. So yeah. yeah, that's the one. Now, to me, I, like, Dwayne, like, here's the thing, man. You will always be a guy I look up to. You will always be my friend that if you need anything, you just holler, you know, 100%. My main thing is, like, man, guys, if you're if you're literally – Struggling in life, whatever, want to work out, want to fucking change the way, do something different in your life. Maybe Muay Thai is the answer. Dwayne, he was my savior, honestly. I will say this. He was my guy that if it wasn't for him picking me up and pushing me through all this other BS that I was dealing with at the time, and um, I would not be the guy I am today. I appreciate that. And, man, I'm just telling you. It's crazy, man, to hear this, you know, because like, Sensei Boss tells me the same thing. He called me. Um, he was doing a podcast, and um, and he's told me this, like, personally, but never in, in public like this, but he was doing a podcast, and I guess the podcast told him, um, if there's any one person that you can call right now and let them know your true feelings, who would it be? And he calls me. And I'm in traffic, heading to the dojo, and I'm kind of like, fuck, I'm kind of like a little bit pissed. I'm like, shit, I got to get around these people. I'm going to be there on time. And get a call from Sensei Boss and answer it and hangs up and answer it and hangs up. So I think he's butt-dialing me because he does that for some reason. Yeah. Like he butt-dialing well, me. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so then the third call I get, or he texts me, he goes, I call you, pick up. And I know like that's how he talks. Right? So as I yeah. read it, it's not <laughs> exactly. So he uh, calls me to pick up and he's on this podcast and he tells me that same thing. So it's um, that I, you know, even though he was my instructor and my trainer, he learned more from me than he thinks I learned from him. Like that's, that's crazy. Yeah, just yeah. keep doing what I, you're doing. Yeah. I, thank you. Thank you. Because uh it really is is I'm 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 trying to carry on the mm. the legacy the sword. The yeah, thank whatever, you, you yeah. know. Um I will say this though. If you if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> because the motherfucker he would come by you and pinch you behind the <laughs> arm and shit. <laughs> what did Sean Sims say? I was the definition of fuck around to find out. That's yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Ludwig. Oh, so Dwayne Ludwig is a. Uh, I, I, if there was um, a shirt made, <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover, and if you fuck around, you will find out. <laughs> that is him to a T, and I promise you this. Promise you this, man. Thank you so much, well, Dwayne. I, I honestly, I've, I really can't. Uh, I want the best for you, Likewise. and I know the best is already coming because it's already you manifested all this. Ah, uh, thank you. I don't you know. It's, I think it's a part of that. Also, with what God's telling me to do, and I like to take credit, but I'm just doing what I feel I should be doing. Yeah, well, I you're doing, be doing a lot more. I know I could be doing a lot more, but I'm trying to enjoy my time, my family and friends yep. as well. So, yep. I could be running hardcore, and you know, and I could be running a, a, the highest level fight team right now. I hundred percent. I'm choosing to, with the, you know, the grace of God, to live a, a slower life and spend time with my friends and my family and watch my kids grow. Because I could be on the road, like when you go Cornegaichi, uh, how long are you gone for, dude? Two weeks. Yeah, see, I'm not trying to do that anymore. I know, that's, that's why I went down to one. I, I don't mean, yeah, no, so, like, I'm not trying to say, like, anything like, oh, you're doing anything bad. No. Like, I think we're doing, like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, he needs you, you need him. It's a win-win when as, it, as every relationship. I always be. said this, dude. I swear to God, I said this. And I don't even know who I was talking to the other day. When he's done, I'm done. Mm, mm, mm. I I don't know what that means. Maybe I'll, st I'm still going to go, if I have to buy a membership at a gym to go in there and fuck around and do my shit, mm -hmm. yeah, it's probably what I need. Oh, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm because I will say this. This is why I stepped away from Genesis. I wanted more time with my family. Yeah, indeed. Because you're drug, and then I was doing, you know, fighters, gone every other weekend, 
or even local shows, your Saturday Saturdays are screwed. Yep. You're got you're there at four o'clock till you know the next morning. Yeah. I, it was not justifying the way so I was. With that doing. being said, uh, what are some of your goals right now? I got one big goal. What is that? And I'm, I don't, and I'll do whatever it takes to get there. I want my wife to quit working. For what? So she can be here with the kids and experience what I'm experiencing every day. Mm-hmm. So she just okay. Thank you for you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that, I want her financially. I don't. I don't need to be rich. I just need enough to to keep what we have, right? To keep what we have, get some family vacations. Everything costs money. We have to play this fucking money game, right? You're diligent. Um, but my goal is, I want to live old with my wife. Watch my kids grow. Good job. Nice. I mean, honestly, that's, and I, if you would ask me this five, maybe even eight years ago, totally different. Mm -hmm. Totally different. I was selfish. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, all about me. I was, uh, but you need to be selfish and all about you for a certain period of your life to become a better version, to invest in yourself so that you have something of value to share with the past and the future. It's weird. I don't know. That's neat. It's weird because I would, I, I hate, I hate my old self. But without that, you wouldn't be here, right? Yeah, maybe no, it's no, true. You're right. I see what you're saying, but not to feel too bad about that because you needed to invest in yourself and be selfish to invest in yourself to become what you are. But now yeah. it's time to, you know, pay those lessons forward, yep. right? To take care of your family for the future. Yep. Like that's, so there's the win-win, right? So um, if you don't mind me saying, yeah. It's like they, so people say like ego, not to have an ego. I think an ego is great. You got to have it in check because my ego is like, yeah, I am the best fight yeah. in the world and I'm going to show you like I need to have that belief yep. I can't be like well, I'm going to go fight this guy and I don't believe in myself like yeah, what the that. fuck are you going to do so yeah. ego's good but you just have to keep it in you know in yeah. check and control right? and so like, that's a don't let don't, an ego's not bad it's a fire you can use it to cook your meal or burn down your house how are you going to manage that yep um, but uh, you mentioned money do you know the six laws of money <sighs> tell me profitable income 20% of, of all you earn is just to keep invest at 20% create a budget own your own home gain more knowledge so, which leads into, please allow me to share my uh, my five book list. Uh, one, the first one, the King James Version of the Bible. Like, regardless of your religious beliefs, there's absolute gold in those sheets, okay? Two, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. That gets real detailed of how you should basically live your life and goal set and manage your time and your relationships and stuff. So, that one's great. The Six Laws of Money, I got that from this book. Um, the Richest Man in Babylon from George S. Gleason. So, again, The Richest Man in Babylon. The fourth book, The Four Agreements. Fifth book, The Four Agreements, that's uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz. The fifth book, uh, Miyamoto Masashi's Book of Five Rings. So those are my five books that I would recommend you guys getting. Also, Zig, really? Zig, Zig Ziglar is badass, so get some. Yeah. Plus with the audio books, as much as I yeah, drive. Yeah, as much as you drive, you can do that now. Yeah, that's right. what I learned. It's an hour each way from the dojo to my new house, so it's, yeah. like, it's perfect time for me to in, invest myself in yeah. selfish. And to, but I'm doing that with the intent to become of better service. It's yeah. T-B-O-S, to be of service. You know, like that's what you need to do. We need to people to, like what Jordan Peterson says, another guy you should look into, Jordan Peterson, if you don't, and if you guys aren't, look into him. He's, he's awesome. He's of the Lord, and he gives you the most detailed advice. He he explains your feelings and your thoughts to a degree that you didn't know existed. It's it's beautiful. But um, one thing that he talks about is, you know, Stuff needs to be done. Like someone needs to be able to, you know, when I say man up, it don't mean like for the man, but like for for you, the per, that person up to become the, is is carry as much of weight and burden as you can because that needs to be carried. That needs to be done. Someone needs to do it, and who's going to do that? Like if you're going to go into war, you're going to take, you know, 
uh, a bunch of like you know sissies like no you want no. you want people that are going to stand up and you know produce the best version of themselves to hopefully take care of this chaos so you know pay attention speak properly um confront chaos make this world a better place yeah just like when you when i met your kids for the first time i met them like when they were little little babies but even today to a t man oh. that's what's cool because they shake hands look at you in the eye tell you it, to me, that that's priceless to me, and mm. you're doing one hell of a job. Thank you, sir. I hope so. It's it's scary, right? We're, we're raising our, our oh, especially today. Kids. Yeah. Today, I know yeah. it's every day. We homeschool our kids. And I brought the kids here to see, you know, like what does dad do? Yeah, daddy's got. And I'm I'm using this as an opportunity to share a good message, right? So, I'm um, hopefully uh, the fans have got some value from this. I got value seeing my friend and yep. be able to share some knowledge that people have given me and I've acquired through the years of me being selfish and. I've learned lessons that you can only learn by, you know, getting your ass beat in another country with yep. no with no fans, right? That, that yep. could be scary, but it's, you know, everyone gets scared. But it's who 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 acts on their instincts once they're scared? Like that that's the champion, yep. and it's within all of us. So, um, you know, step up. Yeah, damn. I'm talking to myself. No, nah, right? yeah, I'm not. You are you the you are the man, Dwayne. Always been the man, and I I can't thank you again well, thank enough. You. I appreciate you and. Way longer than I thought you would be here, and I appreciate well, how this. How long is podcast? Uh, about two hours. Okay, cool. Perfect, good. bro. Good. Nice. It's perfect. I awesome. love it, and I'm thank you, and uh, so good to see you. So good to see you as well. You know, it really is. Like you're, yeah. you're a good man, good, you know, good uh, husband and father, and, and businessman and trainer. So like, look at the fruits of your labor. Yeah. You're um, you, know, you wouldn't be successful if you're doing anything shady. So like, yeah, you're, well, you're yeah. A, a product of your labor. Sometimes, life. sometimes that shady shit comes talking on my shoulder a lot. Yeah, <laughs> right. That, that, that's that's Israel. That's to um, wrestle with God. Like, yeah. Which direction do we go? Um, uh, dude, I'm telling you right now, the devil sometimes looks at me. He's like, I ain't fucking with this guy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah, he's gonna come after you. He's gonna come after yeah, you. Oh, well, there the he yeah. does. But anyways, my dog. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, you know, I forgot to share. We got, I got, we got to do, we got to do one more clip. I got to show you how to share a joint. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, yes. hold on. All right, we out, boys and girls. I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout out and say thank you for all your support. Um, do me a favor, check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um, man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in. Ask Cody questions all from the app. So check it out. Uh, and make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG at GU underscore unfiltered underscore and at Gladiators Unleashed. And if you're a patron, love you.